there's a man going around taking names. And he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down when the man comes around. Was that Johnny Cash? Johnny Cash, Johnny baby. Cash. The man in black. I don't think anybody's done Johnny Cash. No one's done Johnny. Jesse's the first one to do Johnny I actually Johnny love Cash. Johnny. Sometimes mm-hmm. when I'm up at the farm, I'll throw Johnny on my wife. I'll be like, shut up. I'll say, you shut up. <laughs> outlaw country is the only good kind of country music there is. Outlaw country. How old are you, Jesse? 24. Wow. The guy's a kid. The guy's a kid. So we have Jesse Barbosa. Yes, sir. From Barbosa Carpentry. Yes, sir. We're going to talk about framing. Framing. All I love, things I love framing. the way that you brought it up before the mics were rolling. Uh, you're following along the podcast. You're looking at them. You're seeing all the numbers go up, but no framer. No framer. No framer. No framer. No framer. <laughs> it's, it's on us. It's bad. We know it. We want it to. We try. We want it. We want to get more. You're the first framer. So you have to leave an impression now on this show. For framing. I know. It's not a lot of pressure. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So we're going to get into a a lot about framing. Okay. So first off, let's just get the handles out of the way. So Jesse, you're uh, on IG at at Barbosa Carpentry. For anybody who's not Portuguese or I don't know what to call them. I'm not Portuguese. It's B-A-R-B-O-S-A. Okay. Carpentry. And your phone number to reach out to you because uh, you're still hired, being hired, right? So, yes, sir. Uh, 647-227-7783. That's a lot of sevens, man. Easy and to then, remember. Exactly. Uh, your email is barbosacarpentry at outlook.com. Okay. I want to talk about framing, but before we get into that, I just want to do a shout out to, I bumped into Andrew. Andrew Prete from Carpentry on Site. No way. He gave me some stickers and he gave me a COVID mask with his no. logo on it. Well, where, where's mine? I don't know. <laughs> you, you actually accepted that without getting me one? I actually, and he gave me a really nice shirt too, a nice soccer what? shirt. What? Seriously. Man. Well, I'm, I'm not impressed. I'm, it, hey, Andrew, <laughs> you got to get one for Carlito. I said, I said, uh, I don't know. I would totally represent that. I didn't say, no, it's actually pretty. He gave me two stickers. I got one on the laptop here. I Where's my sticker? I, I love stickers. You don't have a laptop. Is that a scratch and sniff? And you don't believe in COVID? Are you crazy? I don't <laughs> believe in it, but I have to follow the rules. And you don't though. wear clothing. So then why would he give you a shirt? I wear COVID Speedos. Sticker. I Here wear we Speedos. Does he have Speedos in that color? You can ask him. <laughs> DM him. Okay, so first off, we got you know our little segment, right, Jesse? Yeah. We got to do history? Yeah. history with Manny. <clears throat> this was an interesting one because I had to start thinking about who was the actually, like, who's the first framer? Like, what was the first framing job? But then that took me someplace else. And all of a sudden, I was like thinking, when did people start using wood to build? Oh, I would say from beginning of time. Since caveman days. Dawn, oh, you, Dawn of, man. Yeah. I thought, wow. I didn't think approximately 395 to 400 million years ago. Wow. All right. So it was actually a discovery in Canada, in New Brunswick, that yielded the earliest known plants that have grown wood. Approximately 395 in to Canada. In Canada. Wood can be dated back as far with uh, carbon dating, uh, some species of denchronology to determine when a wooden object was created. Wow. That far back. So I also want to ask you guys, when was stone first used in construction? I would say Uh, definitely stone was the first. (laughs) No, no, no. You got got the pyramids. You're you're warm. Mesopotamians. You're in and around the same. So it's 2600 BC. Egyptians. The pyramids, that's basically where it started being. That's the first time that stone was being used. What about all the cave structures? and 
I don't know. That's pretty I guess good. actual stone building, not carving. They were talking about they were using blocks that of stone that were from two two point three million years ago. Wow. It was like limestone and red granite. That's what they were using, right? Now, here's another question. When did houses start being built? The actual homes. Like as we see them today, kind of? No, not necessarily as today, but as, as a structure for a human being. It's not anytime soon, guys. This is 1.8 million years ago. What? In Tanzania, they found a structure that was 1.8 million years old. Okay, but we have to go back to everything was... African continent at one time. Everything started in Africa. So when it split up, it ended up in these locations. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Then I've got the question of uh, what is the oldest house in the world right now? So the the nap, spelt with a K. Sorry, man, I got my throat. Would it be in Mexico? No. (laughs) The the nap of Hauer, dating back uh, around 3,600 BC. Where is that? Napa Howard is the oldest building. Uh, I don't even know where it is. It didn't tell me. I don't know where it is. Got to be Egypt. It's got to be around right. there. Yeah. I think I'm thinking the Middle East. Hmm. That's right. So they discovered it in the 1930s. It was only discovered because it was revealed from erosion. Wow. So it was, it was buried underneath stuff. Very and that, interesting. And that was history with <clears throat> Manny. You're getting pretty good at this, Manny. You're doing some. Re- <laughs> I I really think that this isn't you getting this research. I think you have a lot of money. Are you kidding me, man? I'm the one that sits there to think, okay, well, we're talking to a framer. I think you're paying someone to find this information. I'm not paying anybody, man. (laughs) So that was, uh, I thought I'd share that information. But now we have our other segment that we want to roll right into. And I'm not doing it. You're doing it. Construction bone. To pick. So my construction bone. And I'd love you to share something with us, Jesse. Perfect. Yeah. Add in. uh, I was honestly just now expecting to have to like explain like. When balloon framing started. And oh, then we'll get into, no, we'll we'll get into all that, that stuff. Yes, we'll get excellent. Into that. Excellent. <laughs> so my bone is, why are trades, why do they feel like they can leave a mess on every job? Like lately, the last four projects I've done, the electricians have left every box, every wire, every piece of drywall and dust everywhere. Then I come back into the site. They're not there. The homeowner's there, and they think I'm a pig and I'm not running the site properly because these guys are making me look bad. What are your thoughts on that, Jesse? Maybe not so much like working as a sub for a builder, but I know, or I feel anyways, on like the working direct for homeowner side of things, people try to drive their square foot values and their prices as low as they possibly can. So aside from a sub trade, either just being like a a messy person, they got to find a way to make money. And if they're building, 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 completion, 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 no time for that. So their thought about leaving a mess is because they need to make more money on the time that they're working there? Well, yeah, because like if you... That doesn't make sense. No, well, no. I don't, I don't yeah. agree with it because when I hired them, I expect them to show up, do their job, yeah. and take whatever they had and get it out because I don't price to clean up after them. Well, yeah, for when you're, when like you guys obviously, like you pay your trades, your sub trades all properly. So that should be expected. It should be written into whatever contract you sign, like however you found it, how you leave it, respect the next trade. That's it. Exactly. That's right. That sort of thing. Well said. What I was trying to say was like when you're not working for a builder, and people are just the low ball price. Like a guy will frame a house for $12,000. So that guy, once he realizes, oh shit, I fucked up. Like I can't make money here. 
why is he going to do that? Why is he going to take pride So they're going the to look job? at the list of things that they would normally do. And since they didn't get the correct price for the job, then they start thinking, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to yeah, do that. They're, they're Instead finding of three nails, it's going to be like two yeah, nails. Two. I think I I think that that's a cop out, and I if the guys I agree with thinking, Jesse that guys are doing that for that reason. I know, but you do you think I'm going to hire you after that? No, that's the thing. The, You'll never get work from me see, again. Here's the problem: is that you get one shot, and you get a one shot every time you get a job. You know so how many? If I hire you again, do you know how many electricians I've gone through? I, 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 I've cycled so through through so many you, trades. You know what recently. kills me about your point there, your bone, is that there's a bin on site, and the thing is that you'll get each trade leave a little bit of mess. Of their own and they think oh it's just it's nothing it's a little bit it's a box here it's a wire there it's nothing but think about all the trades that are on there and all the guys that are on there and all those little messes all piling up to yeah. one big mess and before you know it i need a bin on site now well how i have a bin but guess what you're leaving and you're not dropping the, gr the garbage in the bin well how about this i got finished floors i got high polished porcelain that's you know 50 by 50. You know, you can't just replace that. I've got brand new hardwood flooring and I have covered the floors completely and I've covered them very well. These guys will tear apart my cardboard or my floor protection when I'm not looking. Why? They're, then all their debris will actually get underneath. Why are they turning it apart? Well, because they need to get to something or they, they're moving around their knees or they're twisting their, their materials around and it's just tearing, right? So... All these guys have to understand is that I'm paying attention. I'm not senile yet. So I can see that you guys are doing a bad job. And if you want to leave a little mess, leave a little mess. So but I'm paying attention to it. So I spoke to the owner of one of the electrical companies and I just said, listen, man, it's not, I never budgeted to clean up after you. Your guys are leaving complete. And I, and I brought up the message I that never there's, to a, clean up there's after a bin outside. Men. There is a bin outside. Your guys are walking right past it. Take your garbage and put it in the bin. Jesse, isn't it dangerous? Like you're framing, isn't it more dangerous to have a bunch of offcuts here and there everywhere? Like it's Absolutely. it's risk. It's a hundred percent risk at that stage of framing. It's risk. Yeah. I I know when it's framing stage. I I have four bins, like four little mini uh, Profasco bins, like the garbage bins, the tough yeah. ones, right? That takes a lot of offcuts and garbage and shit like that. Grab that. It's not incredibly heavy, and then dump it in the bin. Every site I'm on, there is usually two to four. Like yeah. brute, brute rubber, yeah, those brute bins, ones. whatever. Yeah, my, I love those. My name is spray painted on yeah. them, and every job they come, every job they stay, you put your water bottles, all your coffee cups, cutoffs, whatever. Not always a bin on site, but you have those us, containers. But those are there, and they at least get organized into a pile. It'll yeah. make it easy to load a bin later. Are your guys just as good as you? They have to be. I'll call them out for it. That's amazing. And by the way, I really want to, I thought this was really important to talk about is a clean, safe site. And I'm picking on electricians. A clean I is want, a safe site. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not so much picking on electricians because it's across the board. It's everybody. It's the plumbers. It's the HVAC guys. It's it's the tile guys. It's it's everybody. The hardwood flooring guys. Is there guys, any the trade that doesn't guys. make a mess? Some guys, some guys respect and they want to work with me. Those are the guys that end up being the team. And we're all the team. Just because it's my site doesn't mean it's not their site. If I get a job and I sub them out, that's our site together. That means that the next site will be our site together. We're working together as a team. Every so why would you yeah. leave me behind to take the, you know, the loss of time, 
you know, income, putting another guy on there when I could have him doing other things. You know what I mean? So anyways, that's my little rant today. That's but your I, little construction bone. What, but I'd like to hear what he has to say, because he <laughs> said that he has a couple bones and I don't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got for us on a, on a, a construction bone? Why does everyone feel like it's okay to take advantage of a sub trade or any tradesperson at every corner? Everything with money, with scope of work, everything. Every, it feels like almost every job I'm at, when it comes time for like a completion draw or something, you know, you invoice them and then. It's a negotiation. It's a negotiation. Or the biggest thing that ever happened to me was the first house I ever framed, like on my own as my company. I did it by myself for cash, wow. which is evil. Like I learned that lesson pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I mean, if you could see his face right now, he, he was serious. Like Evil. he was like telling both of us the same time. <laughs> and then all of a sudden trusses are up and I'm like, Hey, can I get a draw? Like I need to get paid here. He goes, what do you mean? What draw? And Honestly, like, it's been like three, it was a little 1800 square foot bungalow, but still at like that point, how are you going to watch a guy every day by himself? Bust his ass off in the June heat. Yeah. And then think you can go, Hey, Ah, it's fine. I don't need to pay you. Did he pay? No. That was wow. in a, that was the last time I was in a subdivision. I went to the builder. I tried calling everyone's site super everyone. They're like, ah, your sub trade can't help you. What was his name? Tell me his name. <laughs> oh, his, I know that. Oh, I know. Him. But, but <laughs> yeah. uh, what I do, what I would like to know is. I was going to say it too. Cause well, that guy, I, I would know. like you to tell we'll me who trouble. that guy is, because if I ever hear that company name, yeah. I'll make sure to, to spread that name yeah. that he wants. Spread. Well, that's the funny thing is that the more guests we have, we do a lot of things off mic. Yeah. Cause we're interested and we don't want to get sued. I'm not interested in spending my Whatever time I do have left uh, in with prison in, <laughs> in court, uh, building jail bars. <laughs> so I don't want to deal with that. But it's good to know that uh, we have guests and they come and they tell us and they'll tell us their experiences. But then they'll tell us all the other side stories about the companies and the JCs and anybody else that's out there. I mean, this week alone, I got a couple of DMs from guys where HVAC guys, mechanical guys. And he was like, check out this builder here. He's basically taking all the credit for the work that we've done and we haven't even been paid and he's refusing to pay us and, oh. I, and i'm like that shit goes on all the time and it's nice that you're reaching out to me but i can't really do, i don't have that power there's bone to pick number two okay is <laughs> is giving your trades credit every time i'm on instagram or whatever and well, I, come, I, I come across a custom builder and let's say they this happened today actually and there's a photo of the framing stage builders tag architects tag the interior designers fucking tagged. tagged. I know. Everyone. Who framed that house? Work looks beautiful. And I don't fucking know. And you're not tagged. And like whoever like It's true. It's I a, agree. it's well, it's as simple as a pat on the back, and that's what that is. But it's respecting the guys that are doing the work for you. And honestly, if it wasn't you doing the work, they wouldn't have had such a beautiful done. project. Everyone's got a role to play. Let's yeah. share the credit a little bit. That's right. right. I agree. See, those GCs, I kind of call them cafe GCs because I don't really think that they're on the tools. I, I think they drive by the job sites. I yeah. think that they roll in the Range Rover or the brand new clean F-350, whatever. And they're not really GCs in my eyes, man. GCs, you you used to be one of us. If you used to be one of us, then you know what we're going through. And you know exactly what the grind was on that day, that week, that month, that weather, everything. If you know that, then you should tag us. That's it. We, we spoke about this. You, you had brought someone in new 
that you never used before. You gave them an opportunity and they didn't even give you a shout out. Not that that totally bothers you, but it's about creating that team. And he's just telling you that he doesn't care about you. So why should you care about him? So why would you want to bring him back? I, I wouldn't. That's why I have a lot of enemies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, with the name Don Cherry, I would too. <laughs> My name is not I Don actually, Cherry. But there. I really do like the Jackie real Don Gleason, Cherry. Jackie <laughs> Gleason, okay? Let's get on with this show. So, All right. Jesse, let's talk. Everything about framing, man. You got to tell us. You're Ooh, young, man. How long have yeah. you been doing this for? Framing full time now, six years, 19. No. Wow. So, yeah, my master. Right? Five years. Sorry. <laughs> wow, man. 24 years old. So you've accomplished a lot in a short period of time. And by the way, he's got a great tan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks a roofer, like a roofer. <laughs> not, you- not enough yet. I'm not happy yet. Really? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you when I am. Okay, so tell us from the beginning what sparked it, how you got in there, and, and tell us how you, you built up Barbosa. Getting into framing was a complete stroke of luck. You know, I did all the shop classes, everything through high school. I did wood shop, building, building sciences. You build what school was that? Cardinal Asia in Brampton. Oh, okay. yeah, I know that yeah. school. And then uh, another school up in Shelburne. I moved halfway through, but I did welding class, all that. Came out. Needed a job, had to pay the bills. European parents, you know, you're 18, fucking pay up. <laughs> so uh, he's, he's Portuguese, by the way, Carlito. Uh, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> and uh, I remember I went on to like Indeed or whatever one day, and I applied to like electrician, bricklayer, carpenter, everything. And the first guy to call me back was actually a mason. So interview, whatever. I was gonna go be a mason's labor. Showed up to his site the first day. He never, he never there. Never came to site. Never showed up. On my way back home. Carpenter called me. Okay, let's have a meeting today. I got nothing better to do. Fate. Yeah. And here we are, X number of years later. And then you were working for him for a little while? That was a deck building company. I was there about six months. And then they wouldn't let me take a summer vacation to go see my family. So I quit. And while I was on vacation, I got a job as a framer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you got a horseshoe. Pretty much. Every it. time there's a no, there's a yes right around the corner. Yeah, you got to make it happen. It's totally uh, that's okay. how it works, man. So you're really young still. You're, you remember when you were 24? You don't want to know about what I was doing <laughs> 24. Prison? <laughs> <laughs> so you're 24. You got four or five guys working for you now. Four, including myself. So three. Same age? Uh, the oldest guy is 30, 31. One guy's the same age, and then I got a uh, 20-year-old. How'd you find these guys? One is like my best friend. We got into framing around the same time, and he's like my right-hand man. If I ever do two crews, he's getting the crew, that kind of thing. Nice. Uh, the other two are Kijiji hires. I didn't really know where else to look for guys, and after interviewing about 30 guys, you get about two that are okay. Well, we were hearing 80 to 1 ratio. You're lucky at 30 to well, 1, 30 fe- to 2. In February, I hired and fired five. Wow. What, on the first day? Uh, within the first week. What was the general reasons? Can you give us some reasons on why? Guys would be all gung-ho at the interview, show up, and then look like a deer in headlights asking for too much money. Wow. I like More money than their age? Always. And that's coming from a 24-year-old. Yeah. The, any sort of trade should have no problem paying people a living wage. All my guys are living wage. I want to make sure their car payments and churn, like they got no worries in life pays every Friday. You're getting your check. Here's your pay stub, whatever. The problem is a lot of guys come in, they go, Oh, construction. My buddy in the union makes, fuck, he makes pretty good money. Maybe I can go do that. And then they'll show up on a job site. They have their little Fisher price, Cooney's pouch <laughs> with like, 
with a trim hammer, even though they're on a framing site. Oh my and then, god, that was great. Did you just say Coonies? <laughs> Whatever it is, Coonies, Cunnies, I don't fucking know. No, 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 I know. But like I, one of the guys I hired and fired, he showed up. He's like, yeah, I've got three years experience. I'm ready to go. I'll see you tomorrow. Comes the next day, brand new pouch, brand new hammer, brand new tape, brand, brand new everything. <laughs> And wow. Like, so Brand new everything. Yeah, so, so he went shopping right away. Right when he showed up, I was like, man, like clearly you fucking lied to me at your interview. Like you want $30 an hour. And that like, set an impression to you, man. That, that, yeah. Like, well, but it's funny that even at your age and we make this, I make this joke all the time. I judge a guy by his helmet. Yeah. If I see a brand new helmet, I know it's a new rookie. He, yeah. He wanted $30 an hour to pay off for all that new stuff. It's man. the lifestyle, right? <laughs> I, I'm guilty of it too. When I got like my first job in construction, I bought a truck before I got my first paycheck. All right. Let's get into all this because <laughs> wow. this is framing land, right? Well, yeah, so what kind of truck are we talking about here? Oh, oh the beautiful white Ford Ranger. I miss yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Ford Ranger? Ford Ranger. Wow. I miss, I miss but that's that not a pickup truck. No, no. But what are you driving? No, pickup, now? Yeah. That Ford Ranger is a pickup truck. What's wrong with you? Okay. They look like toys. Yeah. It's like a Hot, it's like a hot Wheels You can car. fit it inside okay. your F-150. Probably, yeah. <laughs> well, what's it now? I don't know if I can say it because everyone shit talks them. What? Dodger. Oh, you got a Dodge? <laughs> <laughs> I like Dodges. I got one on my farm. It, it won't stop. <laughs> that, I fucking treat it like shit and every morning. I but get it in, works? It works. You know what, Jess? It works. works. This is, it's an ongoing joke. We joke about tools. We joke yeah. about vehicles. It's what works for you, oh, you and what pays the bills. <laughs> well, no, Manny, Manny's a little bit territorial about some things. What? But Sprinter. it's still, it's all it is is an opinion. He's yeah. allowed to have that, and it's I enjoy our show. that. Yeah. No, but I mean, everyone's allowed to have an opinion. I like all of them. They all have problems, and they're all, yeah. No, I, I agree with Carlito, because I bought mine because it was the one I could afford. That was your that, motivating that, decision right that, there. That was why. I test, How much more was the Ford? How much more was the GM versus the Dodge? Almost five grand for like five a Five grand difference. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 think that, I think that Chevy and GM are the top of the food oh, chain for new, price. Those new ones are gorgeous. Dude. Yeah. And, and then I think it becomes Ford. Then it goes Dodge. Yeah, but how much are those brand new ones? Aren't they getting up to like 80, 90 120. What? With yeah. The, if you want like My a dually brand new is 120. You want a diesel? Yeah, hundred grand. My buddy's got a, a twenty five hundred fully loaded. It was a hundred and ten thousand. I would like a twenty five hundred though. So even like a even like I a want base you to one. have a twenty five hundred. Even like <laughs> even, yeah. no, just a it's a work truck, just a base one. I'm not long box, of course. Eight foot box is something I wish yeah. I had. Is, is are you planning to get a trailer eventually? I have one, a little five by eight. I think Carlito's selling one of his five. No, yeah. no, I'm not you selling dump, any. You got a dump trailer, I'll take one. No, I, I would one. never let go of my dump trailer. Yeah. It makes me too much money. Like what you guys are talking about, job site cleanliness. Yeah. Right? If I have a dump trailer there that's mine and my company's, I can control that better. Yeah. It's one less thing. Oh, hey, call a bin. No, never mind. My fucking bin's already here. Yeah. I actually, Manny's a little bit different than me. Uh, I will call in bins. I will call in bins. On, I call bins all the on time. On the right jobs, but it's nice to have my own dump trailer yeah. downtown. I could pull it in. I could leave it there. Oh. I could take it. That's why I like the little five by eight because it's got like the shelf, keeps all my nails, all enough guns. I could, I got fucking like 15 nail guns in there, wow. like everything. I can pick it up with the forklift, boom it around site wherever <laughs> it's out, wherever it's out of the way. I drop it down and it stays there. It's got wow. admittedly two holes in it from forklift forks, but it's still in good shape. Never been broken into yet? No, thank God. No. Why are you Good jinxing you. this shit? Man? Yeah, L listen, I, I get, I've been broken in so many times. I yeah, hate talking about sure. it. 
Uh, it bothers me, but there's douchebags out there that are taking advantage of guys that work hard. So if I was on a subdivision, I'd never fucking leave it ever. Cause but it would be gone. Like, I, I vet neighborhoods. So like we're, we're, we're working now is nice neighborhood, you know, lots, it's right on a corner, lots of visibility. I know no one's probably going to fuck with it, but if like, say like I was working like downtown Toronto, high park area that trailer's coming with me every day yeah well i i was all i always wanted to get like a chimpanzee and leave them in there and then when someone goes in there just like the brinks like a brinks truck a guy with a shotgun just sitting there looking at the doors so um a brinks trailer yeah i like that you know what that'd be sick trademark that right now i wonder if you could buy those secondhand no i'm pretty sure you can't man um you can dissect it and figure out how it works and then you can rob one you see the odd ambulance like old ambulances or truck or like work vehicle. I I've want to get like an old UPS truck or a FedEx truck and just have well, that door open while I, I driving. think this is I think this is where Manny wins the battle on this one. What? I chose a long box without a high ceiling uh, or high roof because I like to go into condos. Yeah. Uh, I like I like condo work, you know, commercial work. I so I end it. up going into undergrounds a lot. So my Chevy suits my personality. Yeah. Uh, but I have a pickup truck so I can it's I'm just, diverse. Just you know what I mean? Something about a truck. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Um, but when it comes to cube trucks, they're so big and bulky. You know, those Mercedes Sprinters are brilliant. Tall, thin, yeah. long. Expensive. Getting more expensive. Yeah, but luxurious. they're cool. Three-seaters. The, the thing that turns me off from like a van setup is I am still running a business. You know, there's times in the morning you got to go see an accountant. You got to go do this. Oh, homeowner needs 10 two-by-fours. Fuck it. I'm just going to go get them. Whatever. I need them. Right. With a van, if I have to be somewhere in the morning or I have to leave early, where the fuck's all the tools going? If I have a trailer on site, I can leave it there. You know, my trusted guys each have a key. They all get a key. If I'm showing up at 730 or instead of seven or 830 instead of eight, like they can still you, you work. You can add a trailer to the Sprinter. But then who wants to pay that kind of gas? Well, <laughs> I mean, I th- think things are moving fast, but my, my goal is to get a gooseneck roll-off. Yeah. And what I want to do is I want to get a flatbed for that roll-off. I want to get a, a cargo container for that. That's fascinating. How about we talk about Jesse and framing? <laughs> well, this is all leading to framing. This it is all, where your tools go. Well, this, right? is, this is trades. Trades aren't just electricians. They got, they got a truck. They got a business I know what he wants to do. I want to know. Like, I don't care about okay, what he wants so to do. Le- let's get let's get into the dirty okay let's go uh, one framing. thing before we get really dirty is did your schooling really help you in framing the shop classes in high school gave me because i didn't do a college course or anything but like the the shop classes gave me that kind of very base knowledge of at least i can show up to a job site and say yeah i, I can read a tape measure right i didn't need the little apprentice one with all the fucking one sixteen. Yeah, where, 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 yeah. where it writes it for you what it is i fucking hate those things <laughs> i've never seen one of yeah those. They I, I used that? to they buy them for, i used to buy them for the guys all the time yeah. why because guys don't know how to read one no, no, that's the why question why don't they know how to read it uh some guys just never had the opportunity yeah but like i was awful in school high school like i had to do like six classes to graduate on times in my second semester of grade 12 then when it came you also went to a tough school no, no, that's not a tough school. That's, that's a, not usually tough trade life. schools are pretty tough. Schools. No, 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 no. no, no it just had the shop classes. Yeah, it wasn't like a Car- trade. It's not a trade school. No, okay, it's, it's not I like mean, Central Tech or anything. The, that would be a tough school. Textbooks were from like the seventies, but other than that, it was an all right experience. <laughs> <laughs> not like I read them or anything. But uh-huh. no, so but then so when it came to like getting a trade and learning about the trade, all of a sudden like the math 
made sense to me. I could go, oh, like, hey, I can square a house with Pythagorean theorem. Yeah. And not just three, four, five, or multiply that. If I have a wall that's 120 feet, and then this, the parallel the other way is only 30 feet, I can plug all those numbers in and get a perfect diagonal that's the span of the house. And that way there's no guesswork on my lines. It's no, like that's an actual large, perfect square. For cutting rafters, like figuring out radiuses when plans don't give you the radius off all the, all of a sudden like learning that helped or it made sense to me it was easy to do like stuff that in school i'd fucking skip it and but now you're seeing that. the connection once it became practical it's it's easy and i wish i paid more attention but you know so basically what you're saying if there was a tape measure table saw miter saw in the classroom you would yeah. have learned math a lot easier yeah well, and you know it's funny because i never had any of that like we didn't have miters. Like I was brought up on a warm drive and I think on a real framing site, it's still oh, warm drives. Even warm drive only. I yeah. don't want to see no fucking. It's just going to be a waste of time. Okay. Speaking yeah. of which, warm drive, what, what do you guys warm, saw? Warm yeah. drive? Well, skill saw is the only one that's actually, that's warm an drive. actual Kleenex tissue. Yeah. It's, I know. Well, no, Sawzall. The, 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 that cordless skill saw they came out with. It's like the mag 77, yeah. but, but cordless best fucking saw. Yeah. I don't care what I, Oh, the cut depth. Oh, it's heavy. Fuck it. Man up. Use the saw. Was it you that you just did a post, didn't you? About cutting through all the two by fours? Yeah, with the big one. The hmm. six, six, did you see that? 16. You didn't see that. No, I didn't. How many did you cut? That was like 300 or so. 300 two by fours? One shot? Two by six and two one by go. Two by six. Yeah. One go with the saw. It's, what's that? That's the big foot. No, that's the big foot. What is that? Bigger. It's like the saw squatch. Or yeah, that's we, what it we is. We call it the kill saw. Yeah. It's the one that's competing against Makita's beam saw, right? Yeah, it's, it's a beam saw. It's, yeah. it's a 16-inch blade. 16, 5, 16, something like that. Wow, it's, it's sexy. Saw, Honestly, I'm not even joking. I, I, when I go into the stores and I see that, I'll stare at that like a <laughs> yeah. kid and looking at candy for I know, but an Jesse, hour. Jesse had all these 2x4s all lined up, or 2x6s all lined up, and he was cutting right through the whole thing, man. It was a great video. On edge. Uh, on edge. Yeah. You know what? I apologize. I'm not following, but That's after okay. tonight, I will be. That's fine. You'll, <laughs> maybe, you'll learn, maybe you'll learn something. I always <laughs> learn something from someone. I'm learning from something from you right now. It doesn't matter what age we're at. As long as we're serious and we really respect this industry, we're going to teach each other something, right? That's fascinating. Yeah, yes, nice. <laughs> um, we're talking to Car Jesse Carlito. We're talking to Jesse, okay? So at Barbosa Carpentry, 647-227-7783. And Barbosa Carpentry at Outlook.com to give him a holler, hire him, call him, ask him a, a framing question. We got to do a little segment now. Oh, is that building code talk, Manny? Yes, it is. <laughs> so no, Jesse. No hard hat, 250. Final, <laughs> final answer that's me <laughs> you're early you're early no uh jesse you probably will know these carlito maybe I'm wait a second exactly I, sure. i'm proud of him though he knew that was 250 <laughs> that means ask, you're listening ask me how i know you got fine <laughs> i'll wait after i'll ask after <laughs> okay ontario building code regarding nailing of framing oh this will be Ooh. a good one floor joist to plate toenail what's the minimum length of nail you're allowed to use, according to the OBC. So we're talking of like a TGI or a, just a two by eight? This is just states as a floor joist to plate toenail. Okay. Yeah, because a toenail would be in dimensional lumber. Yes. TGIs you can True. nail down to. True enough. So I'm going to say these are dimensional lumbers. Okay. Length of nail, three and a quarter. Ardox, it it's, should. It, it, it comes up as 82 mil, which yeah. is three and a quarter. Yeah, it should be spiral and glue. 
I don't know the decimal of how thick it is, the dimension. But. Oh, I'm going to get into that. Okay, so yeah, it, I, it's I supposed to be 16D. Okay, yeah. 16 right. penny, right? So the number two one here is uh, wood or metal strapping to underside of floor joists. What's the length of nail you're supposed to be minimum use? So we're talking like in a hanger or? Uh, metal strapping to underside of, yeah. So in okay, a, it would so be that, in a hanger. That'd be a 10D inch and a half. Or if it were 12. anything LVL, it'd be the two and a half. 16 15 six, 57 mil yeah. and it's basically two and a two and a half basically call it for all the framers out there start putting two and a half inch nails in your lvl hangers please instead of the three because they're all, they just jump in the gun it's, and going in, three and a quarter no, instead Is of the inch, inch and a half Everyone, inch and a half why the, are they putting an inch and well, a half because the standard hanger nail gun you can buy yeah it only shoots an inch and a half nail so for speed in all their lvl hangers they put i know but simpson strong tie wants a longer nail you need a two and a half exactly Cross bridging to joists. Wait, wait a second. And why are you saying do you need the two and a half? It's the code. It's structural. That's what we're talking about yeah, right now. It's, it's so why? How, how are guys getting away with because inch, inch it does because once the nail's driven into the hanger, you, you can't tell. Is, is the inspector going to pull a nail wow. to see what? You nail can't tell. And Great even point. even still in all the in all the angles, well, that's got to be a three inch spike. That's got to be an actual the cross six, ones. The cross yeah. ones. So yeah. it's two and a half in the face, and then you got to hand pound in some threes. Double header or trimmer joists. What's the, what's the length of uh, nail that you're supposed to use in there? Double header trimmer joists. Three three and a quarter. Three inch yeah, is the minimum. Three, three, yeah. You can get away with the three and a quarter. So yeah, you brought it up already. So sixteen penny is a sixteen D. What size is a ten D framing nail? You already brought a, that inch up. Inch and a half. Yeah. Sorry, I jumped. Exactly. No, 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 no. It's fine. So it's like that's what I mean. It's like he knew all these things. You didn't know them, Carlito. Shut up. <laughs> now, here's, now. An inter- here's an interesting <laughs> jab at the little TV show that Carlito used to be on. Can you use screws instead of nails for framing? No. No sheer and what? Okay, but now they do have structural <laughs> Jesse's screws. Jesse's beating me to they all do, the answers. If, no, no, if no, you, no. If you can pay for the extra labor cost of using structural screws versus nails. It's a sheer ex- strength. Okay, but you are now putting something in my mouth that... It's not true. It's and you know, it's a fact. We only use screws on anything that wasn't structural. No, you no, can't. If you're, for, you, if you're framing a basement or something like drill home. If we're talking, who, we we constru- always nail anything structural. <laughs> I'm not going to be even stuck. Any in that construction with you. screw that's got a tapered head to it cannot go into any kind of hanger. Is that true or false? It's true. It's, it's true. true. Yeah, of course. Right now, we all know that. Okay, sure. A nail it doesn't matter if it's Ardex or spiral, or whatever. It will possibly over time work its way out but we also know that a screw holds better but it has no shear strength so you can literally knock that piece of timber that's okay but and it will break right off a lot of times like people ask me like homeowners oh how come you guys don't use screws whatever whatever all you got to do is you drill a screw into the subfloor and then you hammer a nail next to it take your hammer one hit screw snaps yes take your hammer hit the the nail nail bends exactly and, but I do want to stick up for this because uh, there's a lot of people I've had this fight with. A lot of people have said to me, well, I ding, see you guys ding. use screws on the show all the time. And I go, yeah, for anything that's not structural. Once it becomes any kind of point load or any kind of structural, we'd automatically go nails. And the reason we did, and I, and I, want, to, I want to say something. That there's About a, the little show that you were on? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the reality of it is, is that when you're on a construction site, you're never taking anything apart. It, early on in television, it was a mix of television and construction. It's two different monsters yeah. that don't oh. mix together. So okay? what you're basically saying is that the construction on TV is not real construction. No, it is real construction. But what I'm saying to you is sometimes at the, be- at the beginning of the few first years, 
we'd find ourselves removing stuff because it was missed because it needed to be Here archived. Here is the last but then question about... He just hates TV so much he <laughs> I, wants to pick at it. Here's the last question. <laughs> I once saw your shows you used to be on van driving by with asshole spray painted on the side of it. Ooh. So... Where Ooh, was that? that? That wasn't me. Going down the That highway. wasn't me. The 401. I wasn't I me. I never saw that <laughs> a number of years ago. Wow. Last question. Is advanced framing more expensive or less expensive? The house we're framing now is advanced framing, actually, all two-foot centers. Is it less or more expensive? The labor cost for me turned out to be the same because rather than, yes, it's less studs, but since it's kind of a new thing, especially in Toronto, I, we doubled up all the mid-span blocking. Yes. So rather than just straight down the center, we broke the walls into thirds and we added the extra. So the labor save labor, it's about, it's about they, the They same. say that it's a little less expensive than traditional framing. But you're right, though. You actually spend more time labor-wise to, yeah, to, to assemble a wall or a structure yeah. versus traditional But framing. I think it's also important to talk about when it goes 24 on center, it's not, that's more about being green. You know you're gonna spray foam. You're gonna have more insulation. It's a be uh, it's a better thermal break. It's a better. Yeah, you're talking about thirty percent less lumber. Yeah, it's in, it's, yeah, it's greener and more insulation, which and means less conduction. Building code talk with many the so hater. We are talking to Jesse Barbosa, not Carlito, <laughs> <laughs> at Barbosa Carpentry, B A R B O S A, and you got to check it out on Instagram because he does some cool videos and some cool posts about framing. Six four seven two two seven 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 eight three and Barbosa Carpentry at Outlook.com. Let's get back to framing with Jesse. Yeah. So can I? Can we? Can we dumb it down a little bit for some of the homeowners that don't understand the lingo that you're going to be going through right now? Okay. Can you take us through the beginning of... Uh, first payment, second payment, no, third payment, no. can you, final can you, payment. Can you start with... Barbosa Carpentry. <laughs> can you start with what it used to be with lumber and then how it's progressed into... You know, eyes and uh, no. Well, you're 24 years old, so six on. years, five years. You no, I. You've all been TGIs. You've all been LDL. No, I've framed conventional floors before. Dimensional, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, all the all the stair landings and stuff are all still conventional, right? You, That's still, true. There still is enough. But you're still doing older homes as well, too. So that means you might be tying in with dimensional. Yeah, we tie in with dimensional a lot. I mean, I, like you can see why the old dimensional is good, right? Yeah. You, you look at the grain patterns on it. Like it was better lumber than fuck the lumber we have now I don't, yeah. there's it's back to well, can you explain yeah. dimensional to homeowners right now they're listening because okay. it's not just contractors yeah. listening it's homeowners also so dimensional lumber is two by four two by six two by eight two by ten two by twelve where they get you is it's actually an inch and a half by the nominal by three and a half uh five and a half seven and a quarter ten and a quarter eleven, 11 and, a quarter. and a quarter yeah it's not nominal sizes. Maybe yeah, you can answer that to nominal. me because I don't know if anybody's ever told me that. Why do LVLs come in at 11 and 7 eighths, but 2 by 12s come in at 11 and a quarter? I honestly have no idea because all the floor joists are 11 and 7 eighths would be... I know, but the, the TGIs are 11 and 7 eighths. Yeah. But then when you're doing an older home and you have to go a 2 by 12 at some areas because of the, the older structure, yeah, the older then structure. you got to go the LVL. Yeah. you got a big... You create a bulkhead, yeah. essentially. You have to. It's There's just no stupid, way. right? Or you rip it down, right? Yeah, well, they make uh, like nine and a half LVLs, seven and a quarter LVLs. You get yeah. for tall walls, five, five and a half LVLs. They go all the way. The biggest I've seen is like two feet, 24 inch LVL. I've never seen a 24 inch LVL. A ridge, ridge beam. In a, it's pretty crazy. In a Whoa. Cover. What's the span on a 24 inch LVL? What the fuck? I think that one went almost. 25 feet. I did a 16 was, LVL and it, it went as far as 31 feet. I think wow. We, I think we were 30. 16, four ply. 
Yeah, the guys, everyone complains about, like, when you... You can't, hey, like, that, that's... Well, the way I see, like, guys complaining on a job site, you priced the house, you knew what was going into it, how come when it comes time that's to put in, put in the 24-inch, yeah, you're like, oh, fuck, this is stupid, fucking engineer, ah, doesn't know shit. You signed up for it. Nobody held a gun to your head and said, do this job. <laughs> <laughs> What's some of the craziest things you've ever seen on drawings? On drawings, in terms of like cool, cool just, details, yeah, just or details, just... anything kind of interesting detail. Like, oh. I mean, I, the other day I saw on a drawing, front of the house on the top third floor, the engineer was requesting a five ply, twelve, LDL. Yeah. That's for the ridge. That was just for the face sitting on an exterior wall on a two by six wall. Wow. And I don't know why it was in the drawing, but then the yeah. engineer took it out of the drawing, saying we don't need that. So why'd you ask for a five yeah, ply? And oh, and let me and and I want to talk about that. Why would you put it in a drawing and then take it out? It's in the drawing. It here's needs the to be done. That, here's the problem that I have with, okay, I, I can't group all of the engineers in the same boat because I actually have one massive favorite one that I do because when he arrives on site, his little leather bag has got everything he needs in there. He's got yep. the measuring tapes. He's got the tables. He's got all that stuff. And he's not afraid to actually put the bag down, grab all the items yep, that he needs dude. and actually measure, calculate, draw, do a sketch. Calculate. Yeah. No. That, those are the engineers that I love. Yeah, because there's the other guys where they pull up in the Porsche. Oh, yeah, looks good. But, drive away in the But Porsche. before that, they're on the phone saying, you don't want me to come by the job site because it will be... Oh, my God. Yeah. Is that is that your phone? What the hell was that? What are you talking about? It was a seagull, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a seagull. It is summer, you know. <laughs> so there's the other engineers that, like you said, they'll just pull up and all of a sudden, they'll, they'll before yeah. that, they're on the phone saying, no, you don't want me to come by the job site because it's a site visit cost yeah. and all that. I go, dude, man, come to the job well, site. Not to deviate from the question, which I'll answer, but when I reached out to you about the little Simpson bracket. Yeah. Right? I, That's your phone. <laughs> the it's seagull. a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, about about the the Simpson bracket. So we did a house where it was like a, a structure. It was, we basically built a traditionally framed home within a double brick, double exterior. white brick. Yeah. yeah, we're setting everything. It's all LVL ledgered off. And I go, well, what's supporting these brick walls between the floors? Nothing. And the engineer was on site, and he looked at me. He goes, "You seem smart. You'll figure it out." Oh. <laughs> Is that what he actually said? That's what he said. And that's the same thing that engineer said. He says, you can put that if you want. Yeah, like, well, what do you mean? You're the guy, so... I called up Simpson, and I had a really long talk about it, and I explained the whole situation, explained the, the age yeah. of the house, the situation, uh, the addition that was put on the front, the back, the top, whatever. And he was like, yeah, you definitely should. And then the second engineer that came in, he goes, yeah, you definitely. I'm, I'm going to request for three. Two on the actual height of the joist, or stud, sorry. Two on the height of the uh, stud, and then one on the very top, grabbing the top plate. Yeah, we the bottom of the, do bottom of the, the second top plate. Yeah, we ended up doing like 32 centers on like both axes. So going horizontally and, and We were flown around a little bit because yeah. sometimes we would get one, drill the Tapcon, and the brick would just yeah. break. Yeah. But then, you know, we all know the trick about the wire, right? So yeah. you go up to the electrician. They go, hey, you got any scraps here? What's going a on? Bit of, a little bit of tie wire. <laughs> Give me a little wire. And that's I, all. I, I saw someone use Tapcon, man. Exactly. Uh, Honestly, the... <laughs> it's crazy. I saw someone do that with an uh, with uh, a range the other day, and I was like, I can't believe I just saw that happen. <laughs> what do you mean a range? <laughs> he... Wanted to go into the wall. The actual butterflies that he was using didn't work. So he took the screws and he wound wire on them so it would grab. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm seeing that. I got to walk away, man. And I'm like, you know what you're doing right now. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, I'm walking away. <laughs> but back, back to cool details or details in homes. Like we, 
everything. I don't know if I lucked out this year or won the lottery, but it's all been hand cut roofs. Everything's hand cut. Hand cut like roofs. Traditionally, that's. You is know that what? your favorite? I, I, I That's prefer. the niche I want a car for myself because so many guys don't know how to do that efficiently. Nope. Because you can do it, tape measure, measure each one. It gets the same job, but like, or you can like learn the proper production techniques and all that, and you could cut the time it takes to do it in half. And I think you get a better finish than a truss roof. 10 times I, out I, of 10. I agree with you. I feel bad for drywallers who have to go do a coffered ceiling on a truss roof. You know, you know that um, uplift is actually in the building code? Yeah, it's, it's terrifying where well, you can... Why is uplift in the building code? You basically... You know the mistake that you make by using an engineer piece of structure? Okay, explain, creates, that. explain that for the homeowner. Yeah, well, uplift. The, it, well, basically, the, the, the engineered design truss is designed in a warehouse or in a computer first yeah. and then assembled on a rack and then just hand stapled together, yeah. right? Then it gets on the site and all of a sudden the framers built all the walls the same height because they've used all the yeah. heights and then you drop the trusses on and all of a sudden there's a gap. Yeah, I've seen... I've seen <laughs> Why up, is there a gap? I've seen uplift in trusses. Like you could take a fist. Like no, a fist. that much? Yeah, and what like... That must have been for a porn house. <laughs> so why is that happening? Because the thing is, when you assemble a truss on a rack system, they don't have their two, three, four, the three, four, five. They don't have. It's just being put together by the computer. Cut all the wood, which is we talked about this with uh, Waddell Engineering, where they're using what was it, first grade, first grade two by fours. But when you assemble it all together, there is some depending on the span of the truss, yeah. they're not perfectly straight. That's the thing about it. Oh. And then you drop it on a perfectly straight framed house, and it looks like the framer made a mistake. And it's not. It's uplift. And that's horrible because framers do make a lot of mistakes with, wow. with the, the wood they choose. And, and why yeah. is that happening? Is it you just use choosing. whatever you have are, are on you site? Specking, are you specking out your material list? Or you? Uh, I will do a takeoff most times, but I have to have a deposit first. I fucking hate when people go, oh, can you just do a takeoff with your price? And it's like, why am I going to no, waste my gonna, time with that? Gotta, if, that if takes wanna, a lot of time. Yeah, man. right? It's a lot of effort just for them to go, ah, sorry, buddy's $1,000. How often? Like how, how long... On average, does it take you to do a takeoff? A full house, I'll probably sit down five to eight hours. It yeah, would take to do yeah. like it we're, takes we're, time. we're talking like a like a three to five thousand square foot house, yeah. right? The average build. Yeah, and it nowadays. takes time. They don't understand that. That's basically a day's wage, pretty much, just to, um, just to do takeoffs. When you're going through the wood, yeah. Do you just use whatever's no. in the pile or do you choose the good wood and return the bad stuff? There's a couple of lumber reps who I'm, I'm pretty close with at various different lumber yards and they know. Who do you like? Who do I like? Yeah, which one am I allowed to say? Sure, yeah, of course. course. Uh, Positive things are always good okay, to say. Okay, okay. Yeah, I like uh, dealing with Turkstra, like out yep. kind of Oakville areas, really mm. good. They like the customer service next to none. My sales rep there, fantastic guy. Good to hear. I liked Rona. In terms of like the big box stores, really? Yeah. Until the job are on now. Oh, they, I got a, I got a couple of <laughs> oh, stories. I, you know what? I was just about to say, Manny's gonna get into it. So, I, I remember so, my sales rep telling me, "Listen, Manny, it's not like ordering a pizza." And then that was the last time we ever worked well, together. Well, well, for us, for us on this one, it's like you didn't look at the drawings. Like, so to maximize like the their house height, right? Because everyone wants to be right up against the line. Of course. All of our stud heights are non non-standard right so that's why i was cutting all the studs yeah, with the big saw right so rather than that. measure and cut every one you can rack them all cut them at the same time they're perfect every time now the first load of lumber they sent me was 104.58 for nine foot walls walls aren't nine feet tall 
I needed 10 footers. I told him I needed 10 footers. He knew. So they sent the wrong lift. Then when we're sheeting our first floor, we're halfway through a fucking bundle of five eighths tongue and groove. It switches to three quarter. Whoa. What? How did that magically happen? I don't, my guy put a sheet down. We couldn't hit it in. I'm like, oh, did you fucking put that sheet upside down? You know better than this. Da, 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 da. I know. We've done that and, mistake and, before. And, and then we look and we're like, fuck, that's three quarter. And then the rest of the lift, the was... rest of the lift, like 60 sheets, all three quarter. Um, so, can, so what did you, the rep? What did the rep say? He replaced it for us, and then what they replaced it with. Obviously, the next day, so they're going fuck my production, right? Yeah. Whatever. The next day, it was the worst tongues and grooves I've ever seen on plywood. What do you mean? Just all hit with just, every just, every it, single tongue and groove like, that was hit with a forklift. It's like the guy on the Moffat just raked his forks up it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He probably like practicing for like I don't know. Yeah. Putting hockey cards in the spokes. So, yeah, that's probably what it sounded like when he was fucking raking up all the grooves. <laughs> so I, I noticed that both of you guys talked about flipping the plywood. What is happening there that the nail's not going through? Flipping the... You, you were what, saying... What, Carly, though? Oh, the so, sorry, the- sorry. Yeah, so so the tongue... So every plywood sheet, there's a there's an up and there's a down. And it says right on it, this side down. Uh, down. Wait a I, second, it does? But why, why is it that sometimes <laughs> I see this side down up? I, some, am some, I on China? What's going on? Some, somebody wasn't paying attention. I see that in concrete board a lot too. Yeah, it's it's just the way that like the tongue and groove line up, right? They're now listen, I'm gonna do well, this. Well, it's, it's the final fail safe that you put it in wrong. That they the tongue and groove is not in the center of the board. Yeah. So you know that if it's not going in, that means it's upside, it's upside down. down. And plus the signage that yeah, says it's hey, idiot, it's upside down. Stamped on it. They upside should change down. it to hey, idiot, it's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they should make a color code. <laughs> no, that won't work. Hey, all everyone like their Allen keys, all those little hand tools that they color code them. Name one person who knows what the blue one is. I don't. I read it. Three eighths. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, you're right. Color yeah, coding makes point. things fucking worse. That's I don't know why. People... <laughs> okay. Before you ask, I got to ask, who taught you? Who taught me how to frame? I am by far the luckiest framer in the world, I think, in terms of who I had to work under. So like you guys say, oh, 24, whatever, whatever. Very much of it is because of the people I've worked with. The guy's never going to hear this podcast. He's probably in Newfoundland on a boat right now. <laughs> but the, 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 the crew that taught me, like, it was in a subdivision, but he gave a shit. So I learned something, and I knew how to do things the right way. Mike Power is his name. Mike. I, I, it was me at, like, 20 years old, and then three Newfies. If I can say Newfies. Sorry. Of course yeah, you can say Newfies. You can. Three Newfies. Well, you know we're equally <laughs> racist across the board. <laughs> well, well, the non-Portuguese side for me is all from Cape Breton Island, and they're just Newfies who ran out of money on their way to Toronto, so it's all good. <laughs> so, now we're going to get in trouble. They're the hardworking ones, though. <laughs> so uh, so he, Mike, Mike Powell? Power. Power. Yeah. So he actually taught you? Taught me everything. He was an angry fucker. Like How old? Our age? Uh, at the time, 42. Two, so okay. probably like no, our age around around there, yeah. Great. And <laughs> like, can you can you ask? Can you tell me who he was building for as a builder? Uh, we were in Rosehaven, a lot of Rosehaven sites, Gold Park and Kleinberg. We put up quite a few houses there. So, what made him uh, good? What made him a good teacher? Anger. Wow. <laughs> really. <laughs> I like having a chip on my shoulder and I think he kind of, so when I was learning to cut rafters, right, you got to cut them, you got to toss them up. If I threw up a rafter and it hit the truss on the way up and fell back down, he'd look at me and go, did your fucking dad never play catch with you growing up? Throw the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, 
it changed things for you. Yeah, though. if if I if I cut a rafter wrong, he wouldn't hand it down to me. Just drop it. Hopefully, I was looking. If oh, this doesn't fit, drop it. No heads up. Proper not. lessons, man. Yeah, and it, wow. it just it learned school of hard knocks. It, it, it taught you to, you had to be quick. If I bitch too fucking much, here's an actual good Mike story. When I earned a raise, he wouldn't tell me. His theory was if he told me he was going to give me an extra buck, I'd stop working hard for that buck. It would take me noticing, hey, like, you know, I got paid like 80 extra bucks, right? He'd go, oh, yeah, I gave you a raise. He wouldn't tell me. That's and clever, actually. One time. I like I, that. One time. I don't, I guess maybe I earned a raise. I don't know what it was. But he looked at me and says, if you don't say a fucking word today, I'll give you an extra buck an hour. All day. I don't want to hear you fucking talk. Just working. No bitching, no moaning. Just work. I'll give you an extra dollar. One day. Did you get the extra dollar? I was hitting an LVL beam into place, hit my knee, went, mother. Fucker. He goes, <laughs> he goes, that counts. <laughs> I like yeah. this guy. Can we bring him on the podcast? <laughs> He's on a boat. Yeah, we'll find probably, him. Probably. Yeah. And like, that if, counts. If you can understand him, very, very thick new. Hey, like, Very, no. Like, like different, it's a different kind of English. So you lucked speak. out by, get, like, how yeah. did you find him? Kijiji, actually. Really? He, he what? Hiring. I, Don't say that again. No, sorry. It, if you, really? if, you look, if you look right now, search Framer. There's like 80,000 guys all framing crew available. Framing crew, framing crew, framing crew, framing crew, framing crew. And I tell my guys that. I go, hey, feel very lucky right now because there's a lot of fucking guys out looking there. Looking for work. Looking for work. And it's busy as fuck right now. Obviously, that's like... For the good there's, guys. There's a reason or, you're looking for work, yeah. obviously, right? But And I shouldn't say for the good guys, but the guys that have stayed busy and known how to keep their business... Yeah. So, but yeah, back to, so like I spent a couple years in, in the subdivision there with him. It was great, but just due to like an age barrier and everyone was older than me when it came time, I was like, Hey, I'm going to lay out these walls. Let's go. He'd be off in his telehandler somewhere. And you know, I'd start laying out walls. He'd come back. He'd go, Who laid out the walls? I go, Oh, I did. He goes, if one fucking window's in the wrong spot, go home. Wow. And when it came time to that, I was like, well, I think I'm done learning. I'm not going to be able to do advance to that next level here. So a guy on Instagram who did custom homes was hiring. I went and worked with him. And then I learned how to take the production techniques I learned in subdivisions and then apply that to the finesse required in a more wow. custom environment. And who was he? PTR Carpentry. Paul Get Richardson. Get the fuck out of here. That's who I was going to have next on here. Really? Yeah. He's <laughs> the next guy on. Fuck you, Paul. I beat you. That's <laughs> hilarious. I swear. Manny's been asking me to fucking bring him on, and I'm like, I've been so that's busy. That's why. I remember you when you told me about him, and yeah, I was like, why said, is that name sound familiar? And I gave you the number that's already. That's what it yeah. is. We yeah. just haven't called him yet. He's that's coming on. Funny. That's hilarious. Dude, perfect. <laughs> he drives me insane. You know what? He is so well-spoken about. So one of my best friends, which is Blake, this uh, yeah. another I another built, guy. I built now. a deck for Blake. Through, no way. Through PTR. He is very particular. He came from the framing world. Yeah. I've been trying to get him on the podcast, and uh, he's just been so busy with the show There's and, and his own business and, and everything like yeah. else. Yeah, because he is on. Yeah, he is on the show. Um, so, and that's where I met him. I I did the High Park project with him, and then he came on the show, yeah. and and then we became like best friends. But he speaks of Paul so highly. And his guys. Yeah. So it's great to know that you're part of In, that crew. Incredibly knowledgeable, very good teacher. He gave me a shot to kind of take the lead on the first crew I ever led. Didn't end the greatest. I was a little shit, but on <laughs> Well, you are still but young. But you <laughs> learned you learned a lesson. I, I learned and he 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 kind of gave me the keys and said, Go build these houses as as the second crew when the opportunity came. Yeah, I owe those those two guys right there. I, I owe a lot to. Wow, for man. sure. 
What now, a small world. I put my stickers. I got company stickers everywhere. This is funny. This is why I say fuck you, Paul. I put, <laughs> I put, I put uh, one good shout out. Can I shout out a of company? Of course. Yeah. Anybody good Com- you yeah. shout out, please. Complete equipment in Mississauga. Bob's the owner. He's got, I know of them. Yeah. yeah. Best place to repair. Yeah. Best place to buy I nails. go to Bob all the time. Yeah. Bob, my stickers on Bob's fucking wall. And then Paul put his sticker under it. First, he covered my sticker. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then he put. Then I took it off. And nice guy. I just restuck his sticker under it. Later, I went in. He'd cut out his phone number perfectly from one of his stickers. Oh man! Left it. Left, <laughs> left it. Left it on mine and just covered uh, the phone he's number. He's brilliant, man. And like, but you know what? Bob's brilliant also. Oh, yeah. man. Sticker yeah. racism, eh? What's yeah, going I on here? It. I love it. Oh, my no, goodness. That, I got my first house as a, my own company through Bob, a recommendation. Did you like, buy one of his mini trucks from the front? No, that's, that's, the, <laughs> that's the tire place. No, all, all my nail guns, everything service there, my compressor, everything I, I can buy from him, I do. The other place, your guy's favorite, Tony, Miss Saga Hardware. Saga Hardware. Yeah. I, I bought my, I got about a $7,000 generator I bought from him, yeah. D-Walt. Um, <laughs> I bought all my nail guns from him. What's that for, I, a sewing yeah. machine? All my, air, all my air compressors are yeah. all from Bob. Yeah, he's... Uh, <laughs> He's the best guy. Yeah. Like good. He's good. a wicked guy. Yeah. He becomes uh, your friend. He's not. You don't just oh, go into that store. You're, yeah. I, actually, we want to have Bob on here. We were speaking. We're talking about it. Yeah. You should bring him on. That guy's got stories. You know what? You're surrounded by really amazing people. I'm really yeah. excited about having. But the you question on right is, now. did you do why, that on purpose or I, just strictly by accident, just pure luck? There's some control. Make your luck happen. There's yeah. some like you can't. Like, I remember, like, first going out on my own, I'd pussyfoot around a lot. You know, you'd show up to a job. <laughs> like, I'd show up, I'd see a foundation. Obviously, at that point, foundation's in, they've got a framer. Fuck it. And I'd park outside the job site. I'd sit there, I'd be like, okay, go talk to the builder, go talk to the builder. Like, psych yourself up to it. And then eventually you realize, like, if I want to fucking eat, no, you have to do this. Eventually, you're going to get a house. At the start, like, it was all shit jobs, additions, stuff nobody else wanted to do. And I was happy to have them. And then eventually, like Instagram, all that, you know who's who, you learn, and you have to put yourself in situations where you can meet those people, befriend those people. If it's an actual, like, good relationship you build with them, the good things come of it, right? Every opportunity is good. So you finally got out of the truck and went to talk to somebody. Eventually. Yeah. No, I can understand it. It could be intimidating, man. Even a young, old, whatever. So... I'm not going to say who, but like when I first went out of business, like I asked, I asked some guys around for tips. How'd you start? What'd you do? And they just go lie about your age. Don't fucking tell no one. I've heard that from a lot of young guys. And I, I mean, my fucking hairline's gone, but I think I look 24. So what's the line? Why are you going to start off a business relationship with a lie? I rather, yeah, you know, what? No, you, a, care, you carry yourself point. very professional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, They either like you or they don't. I don't think your age really no, matters much. No, can, I think it's the first day when you get on there and you prove yourself. If you're yeah. bullshit, if you, you're right. If you had a lie going in and all of a sudden you're on that first date, look at you. You fired how many guys because of that first day, the first week? Yeah. I kept guys on for too long because I'd, I'd learn about their personal lives and I'd feel bad can't run a business like you that. can't that's a different segment and i don't yeah. like i i'm harsh about that i go listen i don't give a shit about your personal life yeah i don't I'm care just, about I don't, i'm sorry i personally I don't, don't care if you have a mortgage i don't care if you don't yeah. have a car i don't <laughs> i just want, expect you to sign in Send do your, your job and go home. go home you know 
Speaking of which, we got this has been fascinating so far, but we got to take a little break. We haven't even started Carlito's yet. Carlito's <laughs> Green Book Talk. Well, before we start with Carlito's Green Book Talk, I want to do a big shout out to Marcus Skylux for always having us here and allowing us to have home base here. Thanks, Mark, uh, for Skylux. He's, he is a really our biggest supporter. He's made a lot happen for us and uh, yeah. given us all a place to to unwind and educate and talk about construction. So thanks for not hiring one of my best guys last week. He Mark. has a really you know what? Tell <laughs> Oh, tell no, Car- let tell me hear about this before tell you Car- do no, talk. One of my one of my guys, really good, twenty year old kid, fucking fan, hardest working guy. I love him. From Italy. From Italy, yeah. From like from Italy. But you're Portuguese. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no hate on my cruise. Everyone picks up. Everyone sweeps. Everyone nails. There's, yeah, I, I, I'm matter. just joking, man. No, but. Uh, he was discouraged. He roofed before and he was all discouraged, whatever, about framing. He was, you know, making, I guess he thought he was too slow or this, this, that. So he came here for an interview. And then thankfully, you know, he smartened up and was like, yeah, framing's better. So I want to frame. <laughs> so he was almost working for Mark, but he ended up working for Jesse. Small world, man. You it's, are like six degrees from all of us. It's crazy, man. It is time yeah. for Carlito's Green yes. Book Talk. So I, I tried to find something interesting. Here we go. There's yeah. always an explanation um, at the beginning. I figured you're framing, so there's always going to be a crane <laughs> on site. There's going to be a, <clears throat> a forklift. There's going to be yeah. something. Always a telehand. Yeah. So first offense, and I do want, after I finish this, I want to know how much you paid for your first fine with your helmet. Because I have a funny feeling oh, okay. you had a fine with your helmet. But we'll talk about that. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> section 103 2. Is that worker passing crane or similar hoisting device load over another worker? You've done this one, no. man. Dude, I, I cross over all my paperwork. <laughs> That's got to be a 550, man. You're endangering someone's yeah, that's, life. Yeah, that's a machinery going over a, yeah. a brain. I'm going to say 550. I was expecting like no harness, no rope on the roof. Oh, how about like, those ones? I, yeah. re- I researched those ones before I came, so I was covered. The test. 550. I, you know what? We've been flying through a lot. I, I don't have yeah. many of these left. I have to go to the second offense now. 550. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, you're both wrong. It's 250. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to find out yeah. how you found out 250 was for the helmet. For the helmet? By getting one. And what, what was the, the, good old what was the incidents up, eh? for people well, to learn from back, it? Back, pardon me, sorry? Just so people can learn from it, you gotta, you have a yeah, fine, and it, I'm glad that it, you're. Exp- it, it counts against your driver's license. Like you can get really, really fucked by not paying. It them. counts against your driver's license. To my knowledge, that's what I was told. They're like, you have to pay that, or else when you go to like renew your stickers, you oh, because it's, it's government, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, it's all in the same wow. thing. To my knowledge, as and far you pay two fifty. Yeah. Did the supervisor of the site pay five hundred or five thousand? I have no. I was like green as can be okay. i have no idea well pretty soon i'm almost out of uh, first offenses so we'll be going to second and they're much larger I, than I, 550 i know now as, a, as i know now is like the business owner it just cascades upwards yes in yeah. terms of responsibility yes. yeah right goes up to 50 grand plus man yeah. yeah like so we are talking to jesse at barbosa carpentry on ig you're only on ig you're not on twitter or facebook or youtube no no just no, ig just IG. i'd like Six, a youtube channel that'd be sick do a youtube channel start making more of those videos and post on YouTube. 647-227-7783 and Barbosa Carpentry at Outlook.com. It's uh, B-A-R-B-O-S-A. 
Carlito, let's get back to Jesse. And, yeah, okay, you know what? So, well, let's get into framing, man. Yeah, I, we don't have much time with you, and I want to really kind of squeeze your we brain. We still have more so, than a half hour. So I always, we always like to talk about the trade before mm-hmm. your your you being the trade. Yeah. So your trade before you would be the concrete and foundation. Foundation. Yep. What are the biggest problems you have from concrete guys not leaving you ready? What slows you down before you start framing? Oh fuck, no backfill. I fucking hate like when someone. I know it's not related to concrete, but when. But you're you're told to get on site with no backfill. Oh, all, all all the time. It's, That's I against have a lot too. Isn't That's it? a GC situation. I, I have it written in my contract that I will not start until backfill is done, and if it's not done properly, that's a back charge. Wow. Every dun, dun, dun. every time. But and so it's a fair. That's a fair back charge. You know how hard it is to square a foundation. You can't stuff off it's a pain in the ass. You it can't do, and it's dangerous too. And it's dangerous. Yeah. Aside from that, concrete guys, the biggest barrier to us lately with the new Ontario Building Code, with that inch of foam or R R five on the outside or the the zip system, the inch and a half. Yeah. They don't put their bolts far enough back on the foundation to account for that. Why are you guys still doing that? Because I've been a huge fan of Simpson Strong Ties Titan Bolts, man, where you don't need to put J-bolts in the concrete anymore. Cost. It's got to be a labor Man, a, a, a Titan Bolts cost. No, but you're right. It's better to be able to control that and do whatever you need. Yeah. Drill it. It's a half-inch SDS, and then you drive it right in with a half-inch uh, yeah. impact, and it's done, and it's tight, and it's strong, and it's engineered. But another thing, too, is uh, from a GC point of, of view, it's actually cheaper because you're not wasting rebar and you're not paying the rebar guy to do yeah. that now, well, right? And you're not paying that special framer who knows how to do a really interesting diamond hole in yeah. the sill plate to try to get all them lined up. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> no, no diamond hole. It's a five, it's a five or half. These inch. are ones that I've yeah. seen way. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, like yeah, with like the what? skill saw. Yeah, right? you what, just what is, what is that, no, man? <laughs> no, the, the, the bolt is a half inch. We drill a five eighths hole. That's it. it. That's that all you little need. Little bit of play. Yeah. But no, I I know guys like they do like a seven eighths hole and they just use a bigger washer. Like no, that, we know that. Yeah, what what do you no. use for seal gaskets or do you just put the lumber directly on? No, no you can't. Oh, you have I'm, to. Yeah. I'm asking oh, questions. It's a trick question. Yeah. You're gonna ask him a trick question. This so, is about learning. Yeah. So <laughs> on on the current house, since it's passive and it's gonna be airtight on the outside, there's only a sill gasket. Is like a capillary styrofoam break. Yep, styrofoam. Okay. How thick? Five five mil, like a five mil. Okay. You'll be like glad to know that Hans is actually yeah. on the project that he's what? on. Consulting yeah. on I the passive. A... Dude, you are really six degrees from I everything know. we're talking it's funny, about. Man. And everyone I know we're it's talking funny. about. Yeah. Wow. Uh, You're good people, man. Get get Hans I... to do a little techno beat, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, he kind of cool guy. technology. He, he was on site uh-huh. last Friday and I was like, oh, guess what? Like, I'm going to be on the construction life. And he, like, he's like, been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we are being known as the construction tinder, man. We keep on introducing people because you're also saying that you, you talked with George from DGR. No, I didn't. I haven't talked. It oh, was yeah. that, that episode, some of what they introduced of like, Oh, like what how, how to run a business? Yes, yes. I I implemented that to myself. Like, and what was that that had turned around for it's, you? It's like little mini efficiencies. Like, why? Like, no, don't go get diesel for the forklift in the morning of and be five minutes late. You're the boss. You got to be there first. Just go after work. Put the jerry cans in your truck. Be ready in the fucking morning. Little things like uh, like trusting guys. Like I don't understand. Maybe I'm insane, but how they can run a company that big but they trust people to run their crews and all that. Like, it's just the way that they run things there 
they build a team. Yeah. Like I, so like for me, family more to me. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. They do the, so we do, when we hit production goals, I do a barbecue. I buy steaks, hot dogs, whatever. Ooh. Well, and right? and I don't know if you're looking around, but Mark does the same thing. Yeah. If if his guys meet that budget and they they get to share a certain percentage, I of don't that. understand why Carlito goes over there. You want to know? Okay, where's the Kijiji Indie application for Barbosa Carpentry? Because I want a barbecue. Not <laughs> <laughs> and no. and by the way, I want to say thank you, thank you for bringing us dinner oh, and man. Portuguese oh, chicken with the, with the round potato <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of rice with the wine. No, I, I is that thought... Italian? Portuguese. <laughs> I was making an Italian accent. That's what I meant. <laughs> no, thank you, Jesse. Really, yeah, that, that was, was amazing, dude. No problem, boys. Where were we? Sorry, I interrupted. Uh, I always interrupt him, but no, DGR. It's yeah. true. DGR shared it. And the same with uh, Mark from Craigmore. He had a lot of great insight for his business, and he's young yep. as well, too. So we love that the guys are all communicating. And I just got a DM the other day from uh, Chris at Maple Leaf Construction. That and was he, a good one. He reached out to the, Matt Turnkey, and he went by there. Get the hell out yeah. of here. Yeah, the, the, the turnkey one was good, Matt, too. yeah. All Matt had guys. smart guys, man. So it's all really good. We're construction wow, tinder. Wow, man. Construction tinder, man. looking great. Like with like the show like this and Instagram, YouTube, like there's no reason to turn a blind eye to anything. No, anymore, you can't. If that's the right terminology. No, you can't. So let's get like, back to what Carlito yeah. was asking about. Okay, so the foundation guys, backfill. What else you see? What else? Uh, you no, it's good that you guys are using seal gas because I see a lot of framers not using them. No, the the only real debate there within my crew is on a on a more traditionally framed house when you wrap, do the Tyvek wrap. What goes first, gasket or Tyvek? No, no, nobody dun. can seem to answer that question. I would say I, gasket. First. Gasket goes first. To me, gasket makes sense because that's the capillary <clears throat> break. But then well, people go, oh no, but the, no, no, no. It's it's gasket because Tyvek breathes. Yeah. So if it breathes, it's gonna wick into wood. So yeah. gasket first, Tyvek. Well, second. I've always put yeah. gasket on first, and then, uh, but I don't like Tyvek. I'm I'm a blue no, skin I, guy, but I yeah. Teaches on. I'm glad you're not using six mil plastic. I put on the house what I'm get paid to put there. Yeah, but I what's what's true. your That's what's true. your go to? What's your preference? <laughs> My preference, right now, like a really nice Tyvek job, I think looks good. If you keep all like writing tight, up, right up, tape tight staple it properly use the blue tape not the red stuff red tape is garbage the only reason you use red tape is for broken taillight it's not it's a dollar cheaper that's why well you're not supposed <laughs> to use it anymore no right? you're not supposed to yeah. but no, it's no, a the dollar only reason cheaper. you're supposed to use it is on the taillight broken yeah. taillight or the back windshield <laughs> or s- <laughs> that's it or someone's car and yeah. in a parking lot it's parking two spots yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know a little bit. Can you give us some details on that passive house that you're working on regarding the framing with the wall assembly? Yeah. So right now the house we're working on is it's a passive house. We're going to do all the blower door tests, everything like that. That's why we have guys like Hans to like really nail those air sealing details right from the get go. Our wall assembly is advanced framing. So it's all two foot centers. We've been very careful this whole build to make sure our layout does stack. Floor joists are on 16 centers. Walls are two foot centers. So on all our exteriors, that means every four studs. You're lining up on a 24. That's just for a, for a structural thing, right? Because like advanced, no one really does You'll get a point framing. load. You, get, you have a point yeah, load get, opportunity no, every on, four feet. On a normal house, it should all stack. It always. Sh- are you, it should. Always. Are you using sealant caulking in between all this? Or are you no, using caulking? I'm, I'm going to get to that. Sorry. So our, our, our wall assemblies, two by six framing, two foot centers, half inch plywood. All the seams on the plywood are taped. And then what goes over the plywood is this product called Gutex. It is a six inch wood fiber insulation, basically. It's got great soundproofing, great. Uh, it's six inches thick? Six inches. What's the size of the sheet? 
two feet by four feet, and then it's tongue and groove. So it's is all, this, it's is all this the rigid board wow. you're talking about? No, it's it's wood fiber. It's for not, the plywood. It's, no, for the outside of the plywood. Our okay. our outside insulation is six inches. Of, I'm gonna guess this is a German product. Yes, as to my knowledge, we're the first like framing crew in Canada. That's I'm interested in that wow. product. I yeah. want to know more about that product. Was the footing or the structural wall larger? Or uh, is yeah, it? It's ten. It was it's ten, 10 inches right now. Okay. So then you know we lift our wall. You run the sheeting down to so it all locks in, right? So that bottom sheet should always lock into the yep. floor below. Yep. Or on the second floor down to the top plate of the wall. Before. By how much? By how much? Yeah. By how many inches? As, as close as you can get it to tight to the foundation. Obviously, it's it's yep. bumpy, right? So but then so then that seam the foundation's blue skinned, right? And so then that seam from the wall to the foundation will get taped. And then that gives us our air tightness, our exterior insulation, our weather barrier, all in this one assembly. Oh, and we put uh, one by fours, the strapping for the so, siding on. First. So he's already preparing oh, really, for yeah? the... Well, to lock in the six-inch Gutex. Yeah, because right? it's so, I, it's so yeah, deep. Yeah, so we're going to use a 10-inch GRK. Yep, and then to drive it through. All the way into a stud. So Got I, it. Some people might, but on this house specifically, we're snapping lines on our plywood so we know where a stud is. It's funny. I was at an event that Hans was at. Okay. It was a green event. Yeah. And he was actually, he was one of the guest speakers talking about that, trying to figure out how far can we actually go out? Yeah. Because everyone that is in building science or passive or trying to build tighter, better yeah. is always looking at that material that stops the transfer of temperature yeah. on the exterior, not on the interior. But we've been building since day one in North America with all the insulation all the on inside, the inside, which we now know which is wrong. Which is wrong. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I wanted to ask, like, it's, it's brilliant that he's, what you know we call it a ledger plate or a rim plate yeah he's covering that up and that's where the break is for the yeah. insulation well, and that's where over, most of the problems are it. he's overlapping yeah. all those no points. i'm saying yeah. it's brilliant and, yeah. and the greatest part is is that you understand what you're what you're building and why you're building it for yeah. the next trade so you're you're actually respecting the next trade somebody should trademark that yeah someone <laughs> one day the to me anyways like, that's the future like this is the future of, it of is building it maybe maybe not in my career lifetime but my, no i definitely think so my hope because like these houses we build now it was on one of the last episodes there's like a 25 year maybe hans's episode it's like a 25 year lifespan of that house yeah. and then it gets renovated i hope i'm in the fucking ground before anything i've ever built gets torn gets down renovated. renovated i know anything i don't if when i'm older i drive by a house that i've built and i see a backhoe out front ready to tear it down i'm gonna chain myself to the fucking house <laughs> <laughs> oh you're a tree hugger right yeah. <laughs> no he's a house hugger, no, he's yeah. a house hugger. custom and, home house hugger if, if people really knew the value of of what they were building and it's not just for you to flip in a year and make your fucking money the whole industry would change you know what and this is what money brings a problem with people don't respect a good build they just want to knock something down that's already built well I find selling good framing is incredibly difficult because it gets covered. At the end of a job, when they do that final walkthrough, everything I've done is covered. Nobody okay. sees what I do. You know what? That's not true. I, I but, just but finished. Everybody it's, feels it's the trades I just, after. I yeah. just finished a custom house. The staircase going up the stair. I was telling Manny, I was freaking out. The staircase going up the wall had to remove all the drywall. They yeah. had bru all the crowns in, out, yeah, in, no out. <laughs> yeah. The, the kitchen backsplash was so twisted. You know, guys were just 
cutting a crooked yeah. wood on an angle, putting a nail through it, and then when the spray foam comes, it just pops it right the fuck out, and nobody cares about the drywaller. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a little fun. Uh, Jesse, what tool brand are you, man? Uh, depends what we're, we're working with. Saws, skill saws. No, nail gun first. Nail gun? Hitachi. Not Matabo. Mm. Fuck the new ones. I don't like Matabo, actually. You get yourself... Well, Hitachi bought Matabo, or it's the other way around? Other way around. Other I way think. around, okay. But you find yourself a Hitachi A2. It's a coil gun. They're like 20 years old now. You find yourself one, and that's what you use. That's there, the gun that you use? There is, yeah, I have five of them. There is, I, <laughs> I track them down, Kijiji, Craigslist, eBay. He's like Tony. What's, what's so good about that gun? It's just the way it fires. Like, you, you think like, oh, nail gun's a nail gun. Uh, no, you, you can tell when, like, firing the newer ones, the A5, I think is what it's at. Didn't Milwaukee just recently release a new nail gun? Or Fuck for- those cordless guns. <laughs> um, that's funny I'm in the same boat. That's funny you see that. Uh, I'm sorry, but I during, am. During, no, hang on, he's not no, finished. I, I first. Tell, what do you do during the winter with those airlines? With those airlines? Yeah. I take a Alcohol? Fucking, no, I take a, a small container like this size of... Uh, so 100 brake, mil brake, water. Brake, brake fluid. Yeah. Open up the bottom uh, plug of my compressor and just dump it in. And then for like the first day, every time you fire a nail, brake cleaner comes out, but the lines never freeze. Wow, great trick. It's a good little trick, huh? Yeah. I like sorry, that. Sorry, I had to ask that. Yeah, no problem, but... Going back to those cordless guns, you're not supposed to, on a, on a truss to top plate connection, you're not supposed to use a smooth shank nail. No, you have to, you have, to have a coil it nail, right? It has to be a spiral, and the cordless can a, only a do? spiral nail. They make ring shank nails for stick guns, but it's like 110 bucks a box. It's not worth it. I would be fucking surprised if anyone's actually going, oh, hey guys, we're putting the trusses on now. Go grab the... The ring shank. Nails. They'll never do that. They'll never do that. Yeah. That's so. So you're definitely a hose guy versus a battery or or, well, or cell you guy, got, right? You got to produce. You gotta, I'm so, yeah. I, that's what I've always said. I'm sorry, man. I'm a pneumatic hose. I like hoses. I like the sound of a yeah, compressor. Yeah, you like a hose, all right. Cord- <laughs> cordless saws. Fantastic. That's a, yeah, that's that's, that's a game changer. So you're a skill saw guy. Yeah, that cordless worm drive. I don't care if it's heavy. The battery is big. Whatever. Anyone it is fucking, a heavy. The way that thing balances, it feels like home. It's like because the corded one. I have a couple of those. That's what I learned to cut on, right? That's what every production yeah. framer ever. Yeah, used. that's what I learned. So to cut on when too. when I grab the cordless one, it, it feels natural. Like I've I've had four of the Makita ones. They break. I have the Makita one. It is fantastic. In, in a production framing environment, they it break. won't last. The thing I like about that skill saw one, it's metal. It's a fucking. It feels like a tool. The DeWalt is fucking top heavy as You know, fuck. it's funny you say like, that because I still have my first one. Yeah. And I put it to the side because I'm trying all these newer ones. Yeah. But I still have that and I haven't let it go. They're, they're the best. You keep saying the word production and I don't think... I've, I've shared production on my latest yeah. uh, Manny rant. And uh, I don't think a lot of young guys understand what I meant by the word production. And that's yeah. something that Ziggy, my framer, taught me, right? And it, you know what it means, right? Yeah. It just basically means you produce when you're working you're there on site yeah you, you have to calculate how to be efficient how do you work the day you, you arrive there even before you arrive on the job site you're already your mind the hamster spinning the wheel oh before you fall asleep the exactly night before. and <laughs> you're thinking it's a about a monkey it's not about the, but it's it, that that word production should be in everybody's fucking yeah. vocabulary it's just if you're a tradesperson that cares you'll hear anybody say that word over and well, over well we've been talking about this all week it's kind of like getting off topic but it's not if it's got a topic, then get and you, off because and you, I want to go back said, to tools. And you said this, like, you know, guys want a lot of money and they're not producing. No. If I'm not making money, I can't keep you. So 100, production is 100%. a keyword. You're right. Miter saw. Miter saw. I got a DeWalt. 
I only my I, condolences. I, I only use it one I got it at Bob's. I got it at Dewalt one too. Okay, never, okay, had okay, okay, never had a problem. Never had a problem. It's for cutting blocking. The only time I think most framers should have a miter saw out is so like right now we're building two, like the passive. It's two side by side. There's two houses. Oh really? So I've got like 500 mid span blocks to cut. Holy. Set up a guy miter in a miter saw. saw. Bop, 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 bop. That's his job for a day, right? Yeah. Or joist blocking. Ton of joist blocking. I, I did want to ask you as one of my questions, and since we're already, since you already kind of triggered the uh, conversation, what is your favorite style of blocking? What don't you want to see in, in blocking? How do you mean, like, like, like for no, for traditional lumber, and then for eyes and and so on? What what is your go to? Oh, well, what the, works? What doesn't? So like the the X bracing, like the traditional. Cross, do you like that? It's I've never used it. I've I never, hate it. I've never been you in know, a house that is required that. I hate it. Why do you hate it? I just got reached out by somebody it, that it's constant. The nails are always shifting. Squeaks. It's it's squeaking. It's pulling oh, does out. It? Really? The joists are moving. I don't believe it. I don't like it. Yeah. I tear it all with all time. I tear it out. You don't like yeah. it, huh? I hate it. No, it I, sounds uh, like you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you're if you're framing with eye joists, you got to use eye joist blocking. A two by six wall, two by six blocking. Sometimes we'll put it on the flat if we know we're in like a bathroom where they're gonna have pipes for the sink and stuff. Or HVAC. Way, or eight, that way, rather than the plumber, whoever just banging it out, they can work around it, structure stays there, it's all good. Wow, you're really respecting the next trade. Good for Tr- you, man. Trying to. Are we a uh, Portuguese luck kind of guy or are we uh, using something else? Are we I, using Taipan? I, I tried that foam stuff. It doesn't and, work. Hey, what's winter, it like? Yeah. Not as good. No, no, it doesn't work. I don't like it. It doesn't. You're talking about subfloors right yeah, now? Yeah, the, the subfloor glue. Yeah. yeah. P, PL is normally what I get. PL is a go to. What about man? lumber lock or Sika? Like, what are your. Uh, I've, used, I've used the lumber lock. I've used. It's whatever. I don't buy that stuff, so it's whatever shows up on site. I just what's, your, what's your go to? The, the, the PL is good. On your PL. own house. On my own house, PL and lots of it. PL okay. 400 or PL construction? The 400 is the gray stuff, right? Well, no. No. The gray stuff is it's a substance. 300, isn't it? No. No. That's for foam. So four, okay. 400, PL 400 is made for subfloors. Yeah, that's, that's it's the gold uh, label, But people right? use the PL subfloor. Yeah. So there's two PLs. There's a structural, yeah. and then there's the subfloor, and then there's the PL 400. Okay, I would probably go the four hundred. That's okay. the one. That's, that's, the, that's logo. the one that stays gooey, chewy. That, that's the logo I remember seeing most. Yeah. But yeah. like... Lumber yards, you want some advice here? Send more glue than you send because we put glue in hangers and yeah. you guys don't account for that. And what's the trick to the glue in the hanger hang, in the hangers? Because I never see anybody doing as what do you mean never as seen much it? as you Nobody's can Nobody's doing it, dude. So, dude, it's cold. He may be doing I know, yeah. but like he said, <laughs> nails aren't long enough. The, yeah, uh, people aren't doing this stuff. And I, just, yeah, I just wanted to let you know that in in the world of Carlito. NASA uses PL on their space shuttle. I, you it's ever try to rip up subfloor that's been PL'd? <laughs> you know what? You know what the funny part is he's making a, he's making a joke, but you know what the joke is he still hasn't looked into it, and he'll be yeah. crying when he comes I, back. I, I don't I don't know. I can't confirm. But if you've ever had to renovate like a recently oh, it's built, a and yeah. this has been sponsored by NASA. <laughs> no, by PL. Uh, I still have that image of this no, the, but this like, shuttle coming in. <laughs> like all tiles all, flying all sub, away. All subfloors like should be glued to the nine. So like I warranty all my floors against. Glues. You should be seeing it all. Every, wait underneath. a second. Every floor. Uh, every floor. Every, like if I frame your house, your floor is warrantied against squeaks. You got two years. Okay, so I did catch you saying five eighths. I'm a three quarter guy. It's what was ordered. It's on, on the house. spec. It's on the spec. Okay, so minimum code on a twenty four by twenty four a uh, twenty four on center is still five eighths. 
Twenty four center? No, sixteen. The the floors are sixteen in this house. Okay. Oh I God, thought, I would not want to tile a floor. No, not twenty four. No, I know, but I thought you were, <laughs> I thought you were saying in floor. this new custom home you're doing five eights oh. on twenty four on center. Oh, no, 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 no. You, that's you on the that. wall. That's the wall assembly. Okay. Yeah. Wall assembly. Once again, you're not listening while you're speaking. I'm maybe tricking <laughs> someone. Every four <laughs> feet, there's a connection point, yeah. but the floor is still. I got on, it. I got okay. it. Yeah, the. Uh, yeah, we have Al, to have fun on this yeah, show, no, of okay. course, of course. <laughs> Al, Al, like LVL hangers, got to get glue. Everything. Everything goes and, okay, so except um, ceilings. ceilings. Let's play stupid. No. Let's play stupid. Homeowners, yeah. uh, new GCs, or homeowners acting as GCs because this week we had a homeowner that is now a GC on his own project. Okay. Where does that glue, a glue exactly go? Where yeah. at the bottom of every hanger? And why? And why? Because that metal to wood connection is a squeak point. That is that glue. That's the primary reason that, for the glue. That that glue provides a break from the rubbing that would happen there. It locks in the underside of that joist. What we do, so like you get steel beams, like when you put a plate to a steel beam, gotta glue that. Yeah. On when you pack out your steel beams, that that I beam, glue that everywhere. There's a wood to metal connection. It's glue. Glue. Well, always. I always tell everybody glue and screw. Yeah. I know he hates that theory, but that that screw is also a nail. So uh, no, no, no. I hate construction screws being used to frame. I the, love screws for framing for my own personal use because I had in my we past talked about it yeah, yeah. customers that change yeah, well, your mind. Well, subfloors screwing them. No, no, no. That's different. Yeah, that's different. Because the the Simpson screw, or whatever. Yeah, so that's you're, like, using, that's you're how, using a that, quick drive, that right? Is, yeah, I just bought one. Two and a quarter, it. right? Uh, or is it two and a quarter? Two in, inch and three quarter. It's what three we had one. It's yeah, what, yeah. It was specced on the drawings, yep. but you can buy them bigger. Yeah. I was nervous about that screw gun at first, but I realized it's efficient. It is. It's very efficient. So I used Scrails before. I'm sorry, everyone. I don't even what, know who what, that is. Yeah, I, I don't know what that is. I don't know what, what is that is. Uh, it's like a ring shank nail with a screw head that you can oh, fire I know you're with talking a nail about. gun. Yeah, yeah, And it doesn't do as good. It blows through. It doesn't lock. So I'm sorry, anyone. I think with the subfloor, it has to be a screw, but yeah. it's also uh, a number... 10 screw i believe i believe they are yeah, yeah number 10 with a with a three a number three robbie on the yeah. head right so but, that that's the difference yeah. it, it makes more sense to and they're, they're efficient because i noticed so when i got four guys we're all sheeting the floor together the guy on the guns nail it bang 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 and then he waits the screw gun is just slow enough that He's always moving. Yeah. He's never waiting. As soon waiting. as the board goes down, he's you finished it. it. The next but it's comfortable yeah. to keep moving. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it keeps a good, a good flow. workflow. Much better uh, workflow. What's the air compressors you guys like to use? Is it, is it gas or is it a generator? Uh, what, like, what do you go I've generator, got, air compressor or compressor yeah, generator? I've got three. I've got the DeWalt stand-up plug-in one. Yep. And then I run that to like an auxiliary tank. And it's just because a lot of LVLs. A piggy. Yeah, a pig. An yeah. pig. Uh, a lot of these houses have LVLs, so the extra air just helps us not have to hammer nails out. Drive it in harder. What, yeah. do you, what are you swinging with? Uh, I got the Martinez. Mm. Ah. It's, on, it's on the logo. I don't like the Martinez. I tried it. Yeah. I'm, I'm... How much? Too much. But, <laughs> but when a guy shows up to my 
crew on his first day and he's got like the stiletto, the Martinez, the nice Occidental belt, I know this guy's invested money into his career. And yeah. Of course. He yeah. gives no, it makes a difference. And you know what? What people don't know is using a normal hammer over five years, your wrist, your, your, your uh, forearms. Yeah. yeah. Your elbow, man. I was just getting up the arms, Dude. Manny. You're trying yeah. to beat me to this. And I, then, then your shoulder, your rotary cuff, man. I, I broke this wrist like seven years ago now eight years ago now and when i first started i had like the big s wing and like couldn't you'd pound five nails that's it you're done since i switched to like a proper thing totally 100 percent recommended wow so it's worth the money yeah and how many ounces is that hammer pound uh 15 i like okay. it's the steel head and the stiletto tinks it's like tink 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 yeah i There's, love the stiletto yeah i had one it got stolen i unfortunately, I, I, I tried it my my ex-partner he he loves anything new yeah. so he let me try it and i i just never caught on to it It wasn't for me what's the longest wall you ever built and and lifted almost 80 feet 80 wow. feet how yeah. many guys you had on it um, what's the rule of thumb now wall jacks Oh, why make the extra effort and try all, to be a show off? Always. I refuse to break walls. I fucking hate when you break a long wall so into like 16 foot sections. And wall jacks. That makes and a lot wall of jacks. sense. I have, I have th so for like this house with the Gutex, from what I was told, what helped me secure that job as the framer is he asked everyone, how are we going to put the Gutex on? Because he wanted the framer to do it. And everyone's like, oh, scaffolding, this, that, the other thing. Apparently out of five guys, I was the only one who went, we'll just put it on the wall before we lift it. And lift it. Right now you still have to tie in the corners. It's a pain in the ass, but it gets the bulk of it on. And then he's like, well, the longest wall in this house is 53 foot. And with all the Gutex I calculated, it's going to be like 6,200 pounds. Holy cow. My wall jacks are 2,000 pounds each. I got four of them plus a telehandler. Where'd oh. you buy those? Bob? No, Fast Tech up in Barrie. Okay. I made the drive out there. Yeah. So you're thinking Fantastic. smarter. And that little comment, I, I want, I want a long career. Yeah. Right. Well, you know what? There's no reason to show off. That's the, that's the whole no. bullshit. Well, it's thing, a right? smart career. Yeah. 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 Right. And I, I bought the metal ones, not the wood ones that climb the two by four. Cause those scare the shit out of me. I always have a beef to pick with every trade. Why are the guys putting crowns in and out? Like why are no, they you're grading your wood before you build? No, no but I'm, uh, I'm not saying that, you. that. So obviously when you're pulling from the pile, if it's rotted, if it's all dingy, you got Gone. the mold on it, throw it out. I've sent back lifts of lumber that were like, if more than half of them, just from looking at it, don't look good. I don't fucking want it. I got other things I can do today. Bring me a new good one. Good for tomorrow. you. You should be doing but that. But why right? are guys doing this? Why? Stuff? Cause they're either taught not to give a fuck. Or they're not being paid enough to. You have to remember, when you pay for the cheapest guy who quoted you, you're going to get the cheapest work. Guys who want to do things like pay their employees well, do good work, warranty their houses, you got to pay for that. So if you are looking, if you're using normal uh, yeah. wood, please put your crowns up and out. Always uh, up. Anywhere that you know as a framer or a contractor or a GC, you're going to be putting tiles on or your tile setter will be there. Please put the crowns out or in those one, rooms. One better upsell to LSL. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I was just going to ask definitely. you. So we've had this conversation where we know that all pocket door entries are all LSL, but yeah. we also feel that all showers and bath areas should be yeah. LSL. Yeah, you're right. Tall, all our tall walls Any now tall are walls. pretty well always LSL. Okay, can you explain what that is to the homeowners? L LSL? Yeah. Laminated strand, strand. lumber, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, we talked about this before, but I want okay, people to okay, hear yeah. it. I do L want people yeah, to hear it. Yeah, and then LVL is laminated veneer lumber. So from what I'm told is a lot of the like wood scraps and stuff yep. that comes so off, get sent off, that yeah. gets sent off a job site gets all mulched up. 
they recycle it into these LSLs and it's just like compressed, compressed with glue. glue. It's probably more glue than wood. And but I'll t- I'll tell you, I, I have had nails and screws break trying yeah. to get into these materials. Whenever we work with it, the compressor, it says no more than 120 PSI, turn that up to 160. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and how, what about your screws though? A structural, <laughs> uh, that, that would potentially be a smart place to use a structural screw. Have you ever done, have you ever used uh, P3? So hang on a sec. Did you notice that he said a structural screw? Listen, dude. Not a construction screw. L- listen, I, I, there I have to defend man. where I have to defend because you're oh. making me look like an ass here. Because <laughs> No, okay? I'm not making you in look tele- like an ass. In television... Just, not everything on TV is real. I know. But the problem is it's not the show that's the problem. It's the network that's cutting out the most important parts and how yeah. it's educating people. And they're cutting out those... And, and it looks like... Something's happening that's not. Anyways, yeah. magic show over here. <laughs> Do you want to kiss me? I mean, hey, we're, to be fair, you got to thank those shows because your whole vendetta no, against them sure. is what led you to being here. Of right course. Now. Well, of and course. just for the record, I, I love true. him. He hates them. No, but no, no, no. And I've been very clear. The, the first year was good. And when it was about construction, was great. And you know what? When it we, became about the almighty dollar and then just any pretty face. But we became good friends over or this. Or soft-spoken. <laughs> <laughs> when you get idiots that are talking construction that are not on okay, construction Okay, and sites, we're going to change yeah. the subject. <laughs> so when, uh, I, I want to know more about framing yeah, metal. Yeah, and I, I, what I wanted to lead to is do you ever do metal? Because Ooh, I'm interested you want to in tackle doing bone construction. I'm interested in I've, doing some metal. I've been a part of a bone structure house. Okay. I wasn't the crew lead. I wasn't anything. I was only a part of the job. I That's liked a different it. world. They, they sent a guy from Montreal came, helped us put it together. The reason I don't like it is it feels too much like a Lego set. Like anyone, I think, could take those because literally the the plans for them it is connect connector A to connector to B, B, and then it's labeled and it it's the same thing with like my fear of like panelized homes because that takes all the skill out of what i do there is skill i did a platinum lead home i've done a couple platinum lead lead homes with metal unbelievable like i yeah i I just really love metal fireplaces will do out of steel studs to meet like you got to meet the fire yeah i know everything's zero clearance you don't even need to you just need to stay two to 14 inches away from that exhaust but other than other i've never done like as like a company taken on like a full steel and, I, and I'm so talking heavy how, gauge. How do you leave your job site, Jesse? At the end of the day? Yeah, no, at the end of the job. When the job is at the, done. At the end of the job. How do you job? leave that site? Because after you, yeah. we're bringing in roofers yeah. and mechanical. So I, I leave the site as clean as it can to give those boys a good chance to have a good start. And the you're last... In the back of your head, you're already thinking, even though if it wasn't a passive build, you're already thinking about lining up all your... Always. Everything. Yeah. Because they, they need to chase. In, in a standard house, every joist and every stud, whether interior wall, exterior wall, don't matter. Lines up. Put your all your squash blocks and point loads, every window, I don't care how big the window is, all the way down. All the way to the foundation. For a lot of people, I, I, I found this, a lot of people don't know what a squash box is. So can you explain okay. what so, a squash box uh, is for a lot of people? So since doors, windows, heavy beams and all that, there's no guarantee it lands on a joist or something that can help carry that downward load to mm-hmm. the foundation. To the footing. A squash block is a, a little, sometimes like a triple two by six. Uh, you can do it out of LVL rim board just something solid to fill that to f- that fills that void so yeah. it's not just the rim board and then the three quarter five eighths ply whatever 
supporting that hate five that pressure point, right? Yeah. You know, you started this uh, with a great note talking about how you guys are working with Hans and you're doing the exterior wrap, uh, you know, preparing the home properly from the outside. I never hear a lot of framers, only really kind of eccentric GCs that really care about the wood colors. So like for me, a lot of people, you know, you do an amazing job in framing. You're, you're, you're saying all the greatest things, but a lot of times I like to use blue wood. I like to spray my uh, wood with fire retardant. What so, are your thoughts on that, Jesse? So, and, and, I, and let me just finish one thing. So at my farm, mm -hmm. I've taken cedar, I've taken Douglas fir, I've taken yeah. pink wood, I've taken blue wood, I've taken normal lumber, left it out to the environment. Yeah. And blue wood stayed straight, no termite damage, no mold, no mildew. Second was the pink, and then it just started going down. So like... What I, I'm trying to what I'm trying to make awareness is is that when you frame a house, you can still, you know, use other products to yeah. prevent termites, prevent um, mice and rodents, and and so on in the future. I would want to know about the like legality, the right word, maybe not legality, but I would want to know how safe that is in a in a fire situation because I know with pressure treated, we're not allowed to put PT Inside. on the interior of a house because when that burns, that's arsenic. That's all that stuff that anyone. Not anymore, tried. though. Not, yeah, not uh, anymore. Yeah. I still wouldn't I, want it inside. When the house. hey, read the tag next time if you can find PT now. But read the tag; it says wear a mask when cutting. Yeah, you're right. right? No, so, no, this she says that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's my problem with that, and here's the reason I believe because I know that that blue wood and that pink wood has been used on that show, but here's my problem with those blue and pink woods. There's other ways to make your house termite and vermin and all kinds of insects or whatever proof other than the framing. I think you have to start at the sheathing. I think you have to, mm -hmm. if you start going towards the passive way of doing things, you're creating, you're using materials that are not friendly to these critters. They won't yeah. dig through them. In theory, airtight should also be bug tight. Exactly. Right? That's why I'm saying the framing is bullshit. You don't need to use that. That's why I never took off here. It, it never, I trust me, my first big basement, a 1700 square foot basement that I did, $250,000 budget on it. I used blue wood. I did. I loved blue I wood. I factored into the cost to use blue wood and I had to cut the ends and then I had to mm. seal it again and all this other shit. I loved it. But then I started thinking again, I don't need to do this. I don't. And I never used it again. Well, um, just kind of funny story to that is when, Fast. when, when I started in, <laughs> when I started doing basement jobs and, and renovations, cause that's where I really started is in renovations. A lot of times my homeowners would try to corner me in something that was built and i'd say oh is that blue wood and they'd be like no and i go wasn't my work thanks so <laughs> <laughs> i've anyways I, I, yeah. I think that you know the negative the positive and we're bringing it to the table by having these conversations manny's making a great point and i think that you know people should hear it anyway so options are the most op like oh, the best always always so like when it comes to even pricing a house right like not everyone wants that passive level of build, whatever. And like, you don't try to will, you know that I hope so. I think, I think in 20 years, I think people, there's going to be, man, if the vegan market is growing, yeah. if the electric car market is growing, I think if we're conscious about the way this, the world has been in the last six months, I think that market will grow. I think people will want to build smarter, passive, 
more efficient. I think we're going to take a lead from Europe, yeah. from Asia. We're going to take a lead because they, they have energy. They're consuming a lot of power. North America right now is consuming an unlimited source of energy. But it's going to come to a time where we can't consume that energy anymore. We have, we have no choice. Right? We have no choice. So then you're the ones that actually are smart enough to build smarter are going to benefit as a result of it. When I was talking to another framer about the passive build and all that, and it's a guy I've built houses for in the past, the first thing he said to me is, why are you bothering to learn that? You're going to do one and then you'll never do one again. Maybe, maybe not, but it's good to know that Canada was actually the first place where they built a passive house yeah. in Saskatchewan, right? And so I think that we should take the lead. I think younger people like yourselves should in, like suggest it, propose it. Of every, every time. Be an advocate of it, right? Yeah. And that's what it's really important. But, uh, but that's also leading into something different too. Like when we start getting into these really high-end platinum lead homes, we're starting to get into ICF and we're starting to get into like you know, different building systems I've, now. I'm looking at getting my whole crew ICF certified right now. The guys, uh, you please, get into please. It. I have a, I have a, yeah. a great system. It's called Integrespect. Yeah. I would love to hook you up with the president give, of, of give, Canada. Give me a phone number. Yeah. Well, we have to bring you back for a second. Why we haven't don't have you, enough time. Why haven't you called him up to be on the show? I have. He's, uh, he's a huge engineer in uh, Vegas right now. And he's been so busy. He promised me that when he comes back to Canada, I because he is a, Canadian, he is Canadian. I but picture a hotel room full of hookers and blow. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. He promised me when he does come out and here. And a small little we're, sample we're of the, the ICF on. in the corner um, there. Integrespect <laughs> also has the only, the first and only flat roof system that's styrofoam also, which we oh, all okay. want to get Are there, to, Jesse, so. are there any key framing things? Because we definitely got to bring you back. Maybe it'd be interesting to get you and Paul. I would banter with him back and forth oh this will be good <laughs> i can't wait maybe let's set that up we'll plan yeah. it but is there anything that you want to bring up regarding framing like stuff that we may have other than guys like just do a better job make framers look good no more houses with fucking tyvek blown in the wind yeah that's fucking, such a it's like, just sad like little things that most people think don't matter but do like put the writing up so you can read it it just shows that you care that five percent more make framing ten percent if you try ten percent harder Everyone will be able to charge a little bit more money. Yeah. No one, because everyone told me, oh, Fring, it will never make any fucking money. Uh, uh, no, there's good money no, in framing. Like if, if you just try that little bit harder, every framer out there, like go to work tomorrow and fucking do 5% better, you're going to feel better about yourself. You're not going to go to bed at night thinking, fuck, like, is that beam going to fall? Like, and you're going to make us all look good and build, build our trade up to the respect it deserves. Because we are... We're the only ones who get to say we built that house. I don't care what anyone says. That's true. It is a good so point. True. So take pride it, in it, that. Isn't it a great feeling when you finish framing a house and you get on top of the roof and you're just oh, standing there as if you just conquer the world? It's better than sex, man. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that okay, far. Okay, so there's just one Unless thing. Unless you're I, fucking on the roof. There's just, yeah, that, that's a good idea. In front of people. I'm an exhibitionist. I like that. We, we might have to cut that part out. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> um, there's one thing that I wanted to close the book on. I didn't feel like we finished. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely bringing you back for a second one, and Thank hopefully you. with Paul, so you guys can just oh, go well, back and forth. We with can us. learn. I wanted to ask you. I didn't feel like I kind of got the answer from you. Uh, what are you using in between? I asked you if you're using acoustic sealants or anything in between some of the lumber that oh, you were like placing. The, the plates. Yeah. What What is the minimum requirement now for these platinum lead homes that you're you're making well, uh, five star? Yeah. So on this one, between the plate and the subfloor assembly, so the bottom plate of the wall and the subfloor, so there's nothing. They're the, not asking for anything. The airtightness is on the outside of the home because of the. So there's yeah. on a on a traditionally framed home, right? You wrap the Tyvek 
because then it ties into the poly on the inside of the wall yep. and that gives you your vapor seal. This house, that's all pushed to the outside. So there's no Beautiful. need to bring it inside. So you, you answered something amazing. So now if you weren't doing it from the outside, what would you be using? Acoustic sealant, obviously, then. Uh, I've never put acoustic sealant under In plates. between it's lumber? In between, like, the bottom plate or No, so, sometimes when we're picking up those point loads, when we're doing point loads and so a, on. Here's yeah. the funny thing. It's, it's actually not a part of the code. No, it's not. No, but uh, I do it. I was but, doing it today. Uh, I was if you're trying to get an energy efficient home sticker yes. and you're looking for that, that sticker, sticker like I'm you are. I'm talking about OBC. That I didn't get today. I didn't go, get the sticker. Go <laughs> go on, on our way out of here. Go Carpenter drive around. On look site. at the house. No, no, no. Jesse, <laughs> Jesse was saying there's a house right on, around the on corner. The, on the way around the corner. Go drive. There's a house being built. And go look at that. And you tell me if that's a fucking going to be a nice energy efficient house. Because it's dum 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 embarrassing. Dum. I like that. <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> Why would anyone ever want their name attached to shitty work? You know, I, they wouldn't. I, I really want people to give you a call, pay attention to who you are. You're up and coming and growing, and you're six degrees from the most, the most important people that I've spent 30 years in the business. And to find out that you're six degrees from all the most important people that I, I respect. Uh, look up to or and that are making a huge di difference in this industry you are going to be a key player in the future of this industry and i hope that everyone that's listening pays attention and gives you a call because uh you're the kind of person that's going to change this industry thanks for the kind yeah. words thank you yeah. that's well said there shut Come up <laughs> all right i've been thinking about Hang on a sec. i've so, been thinking about this part all week at oh we changed it <laughs> at, at Barbosa Carpentry, find them on G so you can hire him and check out what he's doing. 647-227-7783 or email them Carpentry at Outlook.com. So what do we have now, Carlito? Oh, we have the 12 questions. We added two questions. Joke's <laughs> on you. I listened to that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay, so we know what the deal is here. Jesse, what is your favorite construction word? Word donkey. <laughs> hey guys, second. <laughs> what is your least favorite construction word? Oh god. Oh god? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, there there's a lot of them. Oh, I hate a little bit more, a little bit more. So when like a guy's on a plate level and you're leveling a wall, we work in inches. Just a little bit more. It's not a little bit. Am I an eighth? Am I? I don't know what a little bit is. <laughs> <laughs> I always hear. I always hear sea hair. Yeah. I, I wasn't gonna say that. I know. I know a lady on the show did say it, so maybe that makes it okay. We'll see. Oh, but there's also. I'm not gonna get down that road. Sorry, <laughs> dude. They're, after they're, everything we've done on this podcast, well, you're not I gonna go say, down the so, road. Well, there's different ethnics. Of thicknesses. Oh, I see. <laughs> what turns you on in construction? Clean framing. Ooh, it does. Yeah. It really yeah. does. When, when you walk into a newly framed home, it does. When, it does. When man. you see like so on like a hand yeah. cut roof with on like the hand cuts, we see all the all the rafters in the roof. And yeah. then you, you do a coffered ceiling and all those line up and then you look to the wall and then all those line up and then you see the screws in the floor and that lines up. Beautiful. What turns you off in construction? Obviously, the opposite of that. Yeah, shit. the the opposite guys who just undercut and don't give a fuck, make us all look bad, make everyone fucking go fucking right, man. Who gets blamed more than anything? It's framers. The framers. Why is it, why is your tile crack? Oh, the framers. framer fucking didn't crown the wall. It's true. Yeah. Well, the so, GC gets to eat all that at the end of the day. Trust me on that one. Yeah. What is your favorite curse word in a phrase? Hurry the fuck up. 
<laughs> what is your favorite car, boat, bike, vehicle? Oh man, Ford. I I don't <laughs> I I don't own one yet. I want a Harley Bobber, like Ooh, a fucking a Bobber, right? Yeah, old school. I not I, ready yet. All those forks in the front are fucking sexy yeah. as fuck. This is the investment it's year. The Springer so, front end there. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is, man. It's the investment year, so all the money goes back into the company. But I when, could hear it now, man. When it's there, man. Definitely. What is your least favorite car, truck, vehicle, boat, whatever, car, bike? Sprinter. <laughs> oh, you but <laughs> That's least, man. <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you love? Nail guns going off. Fucking right. Pop, 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 pop. So, lots of them. Production. Sounds, sounds like a tech nine. Sounds pop, like pop. money to be made. Uh, <laughs> what is what construction sound or noise do you hate? A sawzall because it means I'm not making money. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true coming from a framer. <laughs> you're, you're too good. You're too smart true, for your own man. good, man. It's true. <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Someone already said this, but I'd be an F1 driver. That was the mark. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I could have any choice to do anything, F1. No, sorry, sure. Jeff. Uh, are Jeff. you are you in a relationship right now? Business cost me that. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. another podcast. Because most guy, another- most <laughs> F1s love hookers. So. <laughs> oh man. Uh, what profession would you not like to do? I don't think I could be in like electrician, plumber, I'm pulling wire all day, like. Then go home. Wait a second. You mean leaving wire on the ground? (laughs) (laughs) In terms of a trade, in terms of like everything, I don't think I could sit down long enough to work an office job. Oh, no. I don't think any of us are. And by now, my vocabulary is so fucked, I'd be in HR the first day. (laughs) You know what? That's a good point. We'll Well, get back to that later. My HR doesn't have an HR, so I I love that. You want to complain? I'm the HR. (laughs) I, I worked somewhere where my file was so big, they said... Either I quit or you do. (laughs) (laughs) If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Jesus needs a lead framer. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse, thank you very much for joining the show, man. I really appreciate you being here and sharing what you did, man. Thank you very much for having me on. See, we told you it was painless. Wait wait a second. It's not too bad. Can we put a sticker on your truck today? Sure. What do you yes. mean? Yes. <laughs> on, on, on the tool. I got stickers and shirts for you guys. Out there. No, he's got oh, stuff for us. Yes. But you know, I just realized I don't have stickers here. I us. think I have some. If you have some. Yeah. You guys must have like a second closet by now. All the shirts piling up. People, I do. Dude, people I do. Dude. <laughs> Artistic. I don't even buy shirts anymore. No, the only I shirts I buy are from Long Island to go out the for worst. dinner and stuff. Uh, like that. <laughs> that was Jesse at Barbosa Carpentry. That's where you find him on IG. 647-227-7783. Give him a call, man. Hire him for your book for the rest of the year, no? Don't give uh, him a call because I'm going to hog him. <laughs> Barbosa Carpentry I, at Outlook.com. I work from the 404 to Highway 6 and as far north as the builds are. I go where the interesting You work everywhere are. then. You know if, what? If a house looks cool to frame and fun to then build, you'll do it. I don't give a shit where it is. I have, a, I have a funny feeling that in the next few years, we're going to see how large you've grown. Here's hoping. Yeah. We'll get you back, man. We have to get you back. Yeah, we're doing number two. Oh, that was great, man. Thank you so much. So, uh, Carlito, I think we got to get out of here. Get us out of here. So, that was our very first framing episode and really, wow, a nice way to start framing, man. (laughs) Thank you, Jesse, so much, man. Thank you so much for the food. We always love that. Anybody want to be on this podcast, please reach out to me because there's no reason to reach out. Not anyone. 
Oh, not right. just not, anyone. Right. Anybody from fucking TV is not allowed no, on this show. No, no, that's not where I was going with it. What a hater. <laughs> and do reach out because it's way less painful than you think it's Yes, it is, man. It's fun. It's lots of fun, and we all learn and we share. So thank you very much again. Carlito, get us out, get us out, get us out. The 416 T.O., baby. <laughs> ah, Portuguese chicken. <laughs>